All right, start us off whenever you're uh, whenever you're feeling ready, Logan. Whoa, whoa! But you are not a Jedi yet. Welcome back, everybody. Episode one twenty six of Totally Talking Sports. Uh, lots to talk about today. Uh, we got NBA playing starting. Are you me a third one? No, these are just both of them. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> he's got. He has to combine them to get regular <laughs> yeah. size. Yeah. Um, yeah, but should be a fun day. We got NBA play-ins happening right now. NHL regular season wrapping up this week. They'll be finished on Friday. Um, I hate that it's taking them till Friday to do that, but whatever. For what? What'd you say? For NHL. Oh yeah. Um, we have UFC 287 to talk about. We have Masters to talk about. Uh, so there's a lot going on. Um, before we get into anything, though. Timmy, how was your Easter? How was your week? Uh, week was good. So we podcast Thursday. Um, Friday didn't do anything. Saturday, um, wait, what did I do Friday? Friday we went over to our friend Bree and Devin's house for dinner, um, which was a fun time. And then Saturday went golfing for the first time of the year. Um, played pretty decent. Um, went back-to-back birdies for the first time in my golf career. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, let, let, let's just say, dude, uh, the rust was not there. <laughs> I was like, it's April. What do you it mean was, it's your first time golfing? It, it was the best I've seen him ever play, not um, during COVID. No, the back nine was rough. Uh, the front nine. Front nine, yeah. I mean, the front nine I shot oh, oh, at 39. Are we talking about it? Are we talking about it? Yeah, so I shot at 39. that one booms? <laughs> no, we can talk about it. So front it's nine. It's just a fucking no. Friday or Saturday. <laughs> Saturday <laughs> shot at, yeah, 39 on the front. Uh <clears throat> The third hole of the day is a 360-yard downhill par four. Um, when did I, I waited till the group got to the green, um, and I still drove it over the green. It rolled onto the green and rolled to the back of the green. So he goes, Three hey. part it, though. Did not get okay. an eagle or bird. <laughs> that wasn't one of my birdies either, though. Well, that's crazy. Hey, so I was like, I was like, hey, they're, I was like, yeah, they're still pretty close. You'll hit them. And he goes, all right. And he waits. They get to the green. I was like, man, like they didn't move up too far. you know. And he goes, Dude, if I fucking hit them, then I don't give a fuck. He goes, because that's a drive of my life. Yeah. They, I, if I got he, hit with that ball, I'd turn I, around and be like, nice I, fucking dude, shot. I broke the brakes off that he, ball. He that drives it. Missile. And I'm like, okay, well, that's just going dead straight. And we see it land probably five feet in front of a guy that's standing just off of the green, like by the bunker. But depth perception, you're right. You know, you're like, all right, bounce. Probably like right in front of him. We're pulling up. And by the way, dude, I drove it like 10 yards from the green. But it got covered up. Because as we're pulling up, I go, oh, shit, that's me. And we see the group starting to walk away, and there's a ball on the tip of the green on the backside. And Tim's like, that's fucking me, dude. And I was like, okay, with how close we got, I was like, we're issuing some apologies. We get close, and Tim walks up, and he's like, is that me? And they all just, four old dudes, absolutely amazing, yeah. all of them. And they just started laughing. They're like, man, like, all oh, the shit, it went right through my legs. And it bounced. <laughs> and, you know, they said, hey, it rolled like 30 yards, so they can't get mad about it. But... It was fucking nuts, dude. And then, yeah, three putted for the part. But <laughs> it was still close birdie, though. Yeah. It was a close birdie. I lived he, out, he I lived out yeah. the Yeah. Oh. But holy shit, dude. I was, yeah. yeah, I was dumbfounded. Yeah, 39 on the front. Started falling apart early in the back nine, but I got it back together um, after the first couple holes on the back nine. Tim was very upset about a concrete bunker on the 10th hole. Um, oh, that thing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. Was... he went. He went to go hit out of it, and it was just concrete. So he fucking hit it way over the green, 
And well, that bullshit. that ruined yeah. Tim for about two or three holes. <laughs> I had to be like, bro, bro, calm down. You're, you're playing great. No, fuck that. No, no, yeah, he was not happy. But it took like one great shot, and he was back into it. Yeah. It was good, though. It was a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, great time. Other than that, uh, Sunday, or no, Saturday night. So I got home, did a bunch of homework. Then Saturday night, we celebrated our friend Brandon's birthday. Went to the Coconut Bowl, did some bowling um, and drinking. Um, then we ended up at Brew Brothers. Did they have the No. Oh, no. man, dude. I didn't see him. I did not see him. So, yeah. Not the number one family fun center. It's bullshit. Yeah. I know. Um, but then Sunday for Easter dinner, um, just went over to Jesse's parents' house and hung out, watched some Masters, uh, and then had some had a lamb dinner, which was pretty good. Ooh, and nice. then, uh, yeah, other than that, that's it. Lovely. Oh, I so I started my Monday golf league yesterday. Oh, um, nice. So we play as a four foursome, and it's like a scramble. Uh, we didn't play good or anything like that, but my driving was just unreal again. Nice. So the first hole in Wild Creek, you know that downhill one? It's about 360. Oh, yeah, yeah, the par five. Yeah, drove it right next to it. I had a chip on. We had a chip on. We parted. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. In a scramble, too. All four of us. Oh, so it's, a, it's a Monday golf league at Wild Creek? No, oh, I mean at Washoe. Sorry. Uh, Washoe, number one. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like... Well, Chris, I was like, that's, that's a fucking par five, bro. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> no, no. Okay. No, but I was still, I was beating the brakes off the ball there, too. Fuck yeah, dude. Driving's there early, boys. So, yeah. What about you, Kyle? How you been? Um, been good, man. Yeah, yeah. Saturday was, uh, Saturday was a blast. Um, loving this weather. Um, being able to just get out and golf again. Um, Saturday was, I mean, pretty much textbook for golf weather um sunday woke up it was even better um but yeah we went to the gym ran some errands um dropped off a little easter egg basket to her mom stopped by my parents and said hello and then just came back to the house um cooked for the week you know did all of our meal prep and stuff like that and then uh yeah um other than that it's been work work has been very busy very busy yeah so it was just uh very chaotic today. Oh, uh, I went to go get an allergy test today. Um, you know, just trying to address all the issues. Why I'm, you know, always coughing and clearing my throat and stuff like that. And one of the things I wanted to rule out was make sure that I wasn't allergic to anything. So I got 72 pricks in my back today. Yep. 11 shots in the arm. Um, but those all, you know. Um, yeah, so 450 bucks later. That sounds like a nightmare. Um, yeah, 450 bucks later, I am... Mildly, and by mildly, she said, I'm going to say that you're not allergic to anything. I had a mild reaction to juniper. Hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Waste of money there. Yeah, I, um, I would rather just die by something that I didn't know I was allergic to. Yeah. yeah you know, it uh, <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't good. There was a $200 option for 32 pricks instead of the 71 and I just said, with my luck, they'll be like, hey, well, maybe you're allergic to one of the things we didn't test you for. So I just wanted to get it out of the way now. Yep, I am not allergic to pretty much anything. Uh, I do think my favorite gin is juniper, though. So <laughs> kill myself from the inside. Uh, <laughs> found that out. Um, slowly. But yeah, so yeah, just uh, between that today and then coming back to work, it was rough day. Not, not, uh, not too happy with it. Yeah. But we're here now. Having a couple drinks, talking about sports. It's going to be a good night. Logan, how you been, bud? I've been good. Um, nothing crazy. Just worked uh, last week. I got kicked out of drive-up every day I was supposed to be in drive-up. 
annoy the shit out of me. Ooh, I'm I didn't remember Thursday now. you said that again. They- I'm looking for a new <laughs> job now. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just unfortunate like circumstances. Um, but this week, I'm in drive-up like all week, and I got Friday off, which is nice. So I'm going to hang out on Friday. Um, this weekend, uh, Saturday, we went to uh, Andalin Farms uh, with Brittany's little sister. You know, saw all the all the baby animals. Um, got like some uh, some salsa and some like jam, um, some honey. Oh yeah, um, what kind of salsa. It, was, it said five pepper, medium salsa, but it had like habaneros and poblanos and jalapenos, and then the and two others, and then they had a a hot salsa that just had jalapenos. And I was like. I'm confused how your habanero <laughs> yeah. salsa is milder than yeah. your jalapeno salsa, but fine. Um, uh, but yeah, had a good time there. Uh, saw a bunch of baby animals. Very adorable. Um, Brittany's little sister threw a temper tantrum because she wanted to run up the slide. Right. And there were like 20 kids waiting to come down the slide, so that couldn't happen. Um, but it's great because it's just watching. It's just me, Brittany, her brother, his girlfriend, and Brittany's dad just watching Brittany's stepmom just try to figure out the problem <laughs> with the, with her baby sister. <laughs> we're just like, we're not a help. That's, that's <laughs> I feel kind of bad. But um, highlight of it was watching uh, there was t- t- uh, baby cow just trying to milk on another baby cow. Um, you know, just trying to nurse wasn't a girl. It was just. Sucking wiener. Blowing his sister. <laughs> blowing her brother. I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, and then some like four-year-old walked up and was like, ew. And I'm like, you don't even know what's happening. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, Animal you don't King- understand how gross this <laughs> yeah. is. Right Animal now. Kingdom is nuts, It bro. is, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. And then I uh, went and got some lunch and then went home, hung out. Uh, Sunday uh, afternoon, well, Sunday morning, watched some Masters, watched them finish up... Uh, third round mm-hmm. and then there was the break and then we went and got had some brunch with uh, some Brittany's family friends mm-hmm. um, where'd you guys go their house oh nice still a little it was great little spread just like everyone got a cinnamon roll half a Costco muffin some bacon chocolate dip strawberries some grapes Jesus Christ it was great I didn't chip in anything and I got oh, an okay. Easter basket okay okay so I'm getting a little irritated everything sounded good until you said half of a Costco muffin I know those muffins are huge Oh, well, half I, one's pretty big. You, you throw that with a cinnamon roll, though. That's like the and other chocolate-covered strawberries and grapes and bacon. Yeah, that was that's too much. That's too many sweets for me. Yeah, and then uh, you know, well, and then we got Easter baskets. You know, so that. Oh yeah. Um, Where'd you get in your Easter basket? A bunch of candy. I got a bag of mini Oreos. That was great. Uh, <laughs> and then I got uh, you know, we just got a bunch of oh, we got glow sticks. We all got glow sticks, so we all put the glow sticks on. It was great. Everyone had necklaces and bracelets. Um, I got twenty bucks. Um, Easter Bunny was great to me. Hell yeah, <laughs> twenty bucks. Yeah, it was. It was a great basket. Great Hell basket. yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, and then we went home, hung out for a little bit, and then we went had dinner at Brittany's family's house. Um, a little surf and turf action. Nice. Um, I don't know what that noise was? You should go yeah, check on that. Go. Yeah, that sounded like a Wolverine trying to get in, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, has, has surf and turf. Yeah, huh? surf and turf. It's it's uh, what was it? It's one of the two things Brittany's dad makes whenever we come over. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's steak, and he does not ever know what steak he gets. He just gets cuts of meat and then oh, throws Jesus them on the grill. Christ. And I'm like, okay, they all cook differently. <laughs> yeah, man. exactly. They, they're yeah. all dry. <laughs> and then uh, and then lobster tails. 
you know, hey, with, with some Caesar salad and some garlic bread. Right it was good. It was good. Uh, hung out for a little bit and then uh, went home. And then this week has just been kind of boring. Um, I legitimately am looking for another job. Um, not like looking, looking, but like I, I'm going to start working on like data analytics stuff, like building a resume. Uh, because yeah. I'm just bored out of my fucking mind every day and I'm, I'm over it. So, um, yeah, that's really been about it. I've been nice. playing a lot of FIFA recently. Um, Dude, that's like the one sports game. I mean, I'm not really too good at like 2K either, but FIFA, I've never been able to like get the hang of it. I was I was high playing on the hardest difficulty, and I was winning by like five goals. But I'll play on the easiest, yeah, you're like and really I'll win good at sports games in general. That's all I play. So yeah, you know, I'll, I'll play on easy mode, and I'll win like two one. Yeah, no, don't even. I had to like focus extra hard because I was like. I don't know what's going on right now, but uh, like I control all. Of them. But I was winning. I got the, I got the Team USA national jobs. That was good. Uh, but just been chilling. Nothing he was really playing as the other team as the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> just running like, away. Dude, I'm kicking ass. This is great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been been chilling. Other than that, um, nothing really happened at work. It's been pretty chill. Uh, so why don't we jump into some sports news we did not know we cared about? <clears throat> yeah, boys. Okay, kicking off as always. We got NFL. Lions trade former number three overall pick Jeff Okuda to Falcons for a fifth rounder this year. Pick, people are just not worth anything in the NFL anymore. I don't understand it. I just don't think they care about anybody. But I mean, like, a fifth rounder. That's fucking nothing. How old is Jeff Okuda? He's not that old. He's probably in like his fourth year. He's probably like 25, 26, if I had to take a guess. Yeah. I was gonna Maybe say, I, I was going to say, he got drafted no more than four or five years ago. Yo, yeah, I'm sure he's still on his rookie deal. Um, he just is for a fifth rounder. It is nuts. He's 24. That's oh it. God. Some people are getting drafted at that age. Mm-hmm. This doesn't bend to me like 29, dude. Close. D Hop was working out in Houston. Um, while the Arizona Cardinals teammates gathered for their voluntary workout. He's not going to be there. Um, he dipped on that to go work out in Houston. Most players aren't. Like, top players don't show up to those. I know, but why was he in Houston? Specifically. Don't think he's going back to the Texas. Yeah, he's definitely not going back there. Does he have a house there? He might have, like, some family or something there and, like, some I got buddies no that he works out with. Does he have a house there? He might still have his house. I don't know. Dude. He did live there for, you know, several years. Texas so he, he probably moves, has, like... Dude. People that he probably has like a trainer in Houston I and think, a trainer in Arizona. I think he's liking CJ Stroud. He's going back more to than Texas. Kyler. Yeah, I would. <laughs> the Bucks' Pro Bowler, uh, Pro Bowl linebacker Devin White requests a trade. Uh, my man's does not want to be a part of that rebuild. Um, very frustrated with how the defense has been probably the last two or three years anyway. Um, I would say two years. Yeah, three years with the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's been no offensive help or defensive help, and people are leaving, and so he wants out of there too. Um, I still sure. think they'll, I think they'll be able to get a nice little, little haul for him. Probably. I don't know anymore. I'm but thinking, also at this true. point, I'm thinking a fifth round pick. Yeah, but also true. I'm um, thinking max like a third. You know, yeah. Like they get like maybe they could be like, hey, he's a really great. But the thing is, the Ravens last year traded for Roquan Smith and had to give up a first, and then they made him the highest paid linebacker in the history of the league. And Devin White's also a really good linebacker. Not Roquan Smith level, but like he's really good. Yeah. Especially blitzing. So if you are a contender, you could, you know, maybe give up a second or a third. Yeah. 
and go get him and be like, hey, we filled out our linebackers. Yeah, you know, just another like a, little piece for the it. The Bills or something. They just lost Tremaine Edmonds. They could yeah. offer a second and go get him. Yeah, I like that. All right, um, and then YouTube TV. Uh, Non-YouTube TV subscribers can sign up for Sunday Ticket this year, um, but it will just cost them more. A pre-sale price of $349. Um, but after the pre-sale, it goes up 100 for $450 for the season. Isn't it three? That's just for Sunday Ticket. That's just Sunday Ticket. And then Red Zone is an additional $40 for the season, um, which isn't too bad. I wish you could just buy Red Zone. You know, for like a hundred bucks a season, channel. yeah, that'd or just great. your team, like that'd be cool. Yeah, like every other sport, like I a think pick has and that. choose. Yeah, um, but right now, if you are already a YouTube TV subscriber, it's only two fifty. Um, Seventy three dollars a month to be a YouTube TV member. It's so, not worth it. So dumb. Hold on, but yeah, but I think you need to become a subscriber. For the Sunday... Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so subscribe to I'm fairly yeah. certain that YouTube Sunday ticket doesn't include in-market games. It's only out-of-market. Probably. It's like yeah. every yeah. other... That's yeah, probably but the true. YouTube TV <clears throat> per sub- subscription, if you have that, then you'll get the... In- you'll get NBC, In-market yeah. games. You'll get those games, right? Yeah. yeah so. But yeah. if you just get Red Zone and Sunday ticket, then you... Then you won't be able to watch... Yeah, but team. yeah, in probably. fucking Reno, it's the Niners and Raiders. Like, nothing yeah. against you, Chad, but, like, if I'm not... If I'm not with you, I'm not trying to watch Raiders. Yeah, unless my team is playing them. I don't really care too much. Yeah. Um, my, like, second favorite team is whoever's playing the Niners, so... But I don't watch those games. Um, what the fuck is going on with my computer right Anything now? Anything else on Sunday ticket? Fuck you. Anything <laughs> <laughs> Um... Not on the Sunday ticket. Okay. He has the details of how it's broken down. So, like Kyle said, those are the price points, right? If you're already a YouTube TV subscriber, it's like $100 less. Um, if you purchase it in by June, then it's $100 cheaper than if you purchase it later on. Um, I don't know all the specifics. I think you get like four streams at once, or up to four streams at once. So, I don't know if that's like in different households or if that's... You know, just in one household, or if you can be watching multiple channels, you know, or if you can be watching the same channel on multiple different, you know, places. I don't know. Um, just if anybody is looking to like go in with some friends or anything. Um, I don't know the exact details of it. Yeah, I don't think do anyone knows yeah, the exact do the details. Research on it. But the the thing to me is, <clears throat> I think YouTube TV right now has five million subscribers. Spectrum TV has more than ten. And DirecTV is at like 13. So DirecTV has more than double what YouTube TV has. And and the price point's not that much different, right? No, DirecTV is probably what, like 100 or something like it's that. It's like 100-ish bucks a month. So it's it's like 30 bucks <clears throat> cheaper probably uh, for YouTube. Depends on what you get. Plus, yeah. Like if, if, yeah, if you, you want get different packages, If you want right? the yeah. good package, it's like 200 bucks a month. Okay, yeah. 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 If you want all the channels they offer. And then it yeah. was that plus like three to four hundred dollars for red NFL yep. Sunday ticket with red zone. Um so price points aren't like too off, but YouTube gets the bonus because you don't have to be subscribed to get the channel, which is cool. Yeah. The thing to me is that Are you making them, Chad? Huh? Um <laughs> Chad, come on. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yes. Um the thing to me is that DirecTV was paying the NFL one and a half billion dollars. And a yes, year. I would like one. You know, one and a half billion a year, and they were losing five hundred million dollars annually on that deal. 
Which one was? DirecTV. And now Google really? is paying $2 billion a year. So they're paying $500 million more a year. And they have half the subscribers that DirecTV has. Oh, this is going to bring in a lot more. I not. I think not you, five not million. Enough, no. Not five hundred million dollars. And Directv was losing five. Yeah, but how how long is the contract? Seven years. So two bill over seven years. No, two billion a year for seven years. Oh, yeah, they're not making that back. <laughs> yeah, no, they're going to lose like a billion dollars a year just on the NFL deal. See, but here's the thing, though. They're not getting... The thing is, they're not getting the revenue from, like... People are just going to watch highlights on the YouTube channels. And that revenue doesn't go to YouTube. That revenue goes to the NFL. See, but I think DirecTV probably lost a lot of their money because people weren't willing to get DirecTV to watch Sunday Ticket. People can do this as a straight buy on YouTube, which is what DirecTV wouldn't allow. And then if they do have YouTube TV already, it's just an additional add-on to their current subscription of 75 or whatever it is a month 73 a month yeah and um a lot of people might become subscribers to get it for that hundred dollar cheaper price because people aren't smart they'll go oh i subscribe now and i get it for a hundred dollars less like yeah but now over the four month season you're spending an extra 280 dollars from all of your stuff um so the amount of data they're going to collect is priceless logan uh 70 what was it it's it's Let's say what was the 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 high point of that four forty eight, right? For what? For like the highest. Oh, you for would have not to pay sale. Yeah, four four forty four fifty. We'll call four fifty. Yeah, um, but roughly, yeah, you're also right with that too, because with Directv, you couldn't really do targeted advertising, because um, you couldn't be able to like track their IP address and stuff like that. With YouTube TV, since it's going to be digital, you can track that. So that is true. There's yeah. gonna be a lot of companies now that are paying YouTube even more to be able to advertise on their website. And, and I've heard that a lot of YouTube TV like channels don't have actual commercials already. It's just like a filler. It's just like a screensaver almost until the show comes back on. Like you'll get that with like Fox and Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, when they can't find commercial breaks it's, it's like just that, like that's what they're going to do. Screensaver, so you probably are going to get more advertisers that are Correct, like, hey, Ruffle. you have the NFL, like I'm willing to pay." So yeah, that's fair. It doesn't have to just be based on you know, the sales they get from people subscribing to Red Zone or people that come back. I saw someone posted and they were like, why wouldn't they make it like $100 for the first year? And then you get everyone, not exactly $100, but something like, make it really cheap the first year, get everyone in, and then after that be like, oh, we have a monthly plan that, you know, you can pay over 12 months, even you're not paying during the football season, but you're paying even cheaper, you know, for the whole year. And then you have people locked in on a subscription and they probably won't cancel, you know, and you get them locked in at a low rate and then you just bump it up, which is what they did with YouTube TV. Like YouTube TV started at like 40 bucks a month. And yeah. Now it's oh, yeah, dude. Netflix used to be no commercials, like yeah. eight ninety nine, And now it's like fucking 18. Exactly. And like, they're about to get commercials. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's going to jump up. Yeah. Dude. So that, like you could offer it at a low rate. When you have the deal for seven years already, first year, be like, hey, we're going to lose some money first year. But by the end of this deal, we're going to be making so much money, you know, and you have to factor in the advertising stuff they're going to get for the first year alone, plus their next six years. I don't know if they handled it the best, um, because I still don't know if I want to pay for it. Like, Kyle and I were talking about it. The only way is if, like, we all went in on it. And yeah. that would have to be like, be like that's still 130 bucks each. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to pay that much. But like, Yeah, because we're talking about that. It's 130 bucks. How many accounts do you get on it? So f- it, up to four it's streams. It's up to four, but I don't know how that four streams is quantified. If it's four in different in areas. In one IP address. Four in you know, <laughs> yeah. one household. If you can watch 
if three of us could be watching the same channel at the same time on different, you know, places. Like, I don't know how it's going to work. So I, I want to do more research. But I'm like, yeah, because I, I, I think even with like the, like the Superbox and stuff, I think that that would probably still be a good investment. Because it's, it's like 4K. There's no lag. There's, you know. Yeah, he was saying it's 30 seconds behind instead of like three, two or minutes. three minutes. Yeah, yeah. for Superbox. And like we were talking about, too, is the first week at Chad's. I mean, we couldn't get the super box to work. We couldn't get any of the streams to work. Like the whole first week of football, we only saw like bits and pieces of like one morning game. Yeah. And we saw, I think, the afternoon game, and that was it. Like we didn't get to see everything. So this would just kind of you know verify, hey, we don't have to stress. You know, we know we're gonna have a good viewing of the game. So I mean, yeah, because when I had Directv, I bought the Sunday ticket just for that reason. I was like, I don't have to stress about anything. I don't have to worry about buffering nothing um so yeah i mean i don't see, know we'll, we'll and, see the details that was the issue too, i I'm, would be down my mom used to have direct tv and i and when i moved up here i still couldn't watch anything because direct tv didn't have like a online platform yeah so like you go to directtv.com you couldn't live stream anything yeah so it had like to you, you had to, yeah. i had to have a fucking satellite dish to watch it yeah and i was like what the fuck is the point of this like yeah you can't yeah and then i know it was like four years ago but i or well, six years ago. Yeah, but still. But I was like, it's still like, you should have been getting with the times and being like, hey, you can have live stream stuff. So and I, I still don't think they were in that position. I know they had like, if you had no TV, you had options for that. But that was like literally like you could only use it on a laptop or a cell phone or a tablet. If you right. tried to sign it on your TV, like it wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, and they had like deals for like college students, you know, where you didn't have to have direct TV. You pay like a 150 mm-hmm. and you got red zone with Sunday ticket. If you could verify you were a college student and I was like, you know, and YouTube's not going to have that. So I'm very curious. Raffle does, you bring up great points about the the advertising that I wasn't really thinking about. Yeah. Same. It is going to be a huge revenue stream for YouTube and that's where they make all their money anyways is off ads. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see how it works, but I want to do more research before I make a decision on going in on anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, a hundred percent. Cause yeah, I mean, if it's, Oh hey, only one of our accounts can do it, and it's for a household. Then yeah, or no, if it's no, going to be no like reason. we would have to get together every single week to justify it, you know, like yeah, I'd be down to do it, but Brittany, would, so well, I'm definitely buying it now. <laughs> like hey, well, I bought it, I have to. We get together most oh. Sundays anyway. Dude, I think I watched like four weeks with you guys last last season. Yeah, I wanted to do a lot more, but just things always kept coming up. But this year, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna sleep here every Saturday night. I can make every Sunday work. Not really, but most of them. Fair enough. All right, what's next? <clears throat> um, Cardinals are probably gonna trade their their third pick, but to who? Do you guys have any favorites? Um, I heard recently the Titans. Okay, Shh, stop. I have a list. Okay. I would hope All something right. comes down soon. All right, uh, I can't because I Seattle. Do. Vegas, Tennessee, and Washington. <laughs> Those are the four thing, the four teams that I think are most likely to trade to three. Because you would have to jump the Colts. Who has the closest? Seattle. The Seahawks, at five. Right? Who has the furthest? The Commanders at 16. 16, yeah. yeah. And then the Titans are at 11. Raiders at four. Or at uh, seven, sorry. That would be if you are really, really sold on Anthony Richardson. The team I think is most likely to do it would be Tennessee. I agree. Yeah, because they have nothing. It's Ryan Tannehill. Like, it makes no sense. The team that makes the most sense to me is Seattle. 
Because you have to move up two spots. Cardinals would take it. Cardinals would take likely. it. Well, Cardinals probably drive up the price because it's in division. Yeah. So they would drive the price up. They would get more out of it, but the Seahawks still wouldn't have to give up as much as the Titans would. Yeah, um, and then the Cardinals are only dropping down two spots. Two spots. Instead you of... still are probably getting the guy you want unless the Colts take Will Anderson, which I would at that point. Um, if the top three quarterbacks are gone, just fucking take Will Anderson. Um, and dude, every time I turn on ESPN, dude, a lot of hype on Levis. It's dumb hype. But I know Tim. I know you like him. But uh, I don't like how you lick the glass like that. It was dripping down. I don't like that. I think that the, the Seahawks to me make the most sense because you jump up two spots. You don't have to give up as much. You can sit uh, behind Geno Smith for a few years. That's the thing. That's the thing. And their system is built on running anyways. You know, like he would have a great running back. He'd have a great offensive line that can run the ball. You wouldn't need him to be a stellar quarterback the first year or two. You could sit for even one year and then be like, hey, Gino, thanks for two years. No, you signed, we signed you to a three year deal, but we're trading you and we're going to start Anthony Richardson or just keep him as a backup. You know, it'd be expensive backup. Yeah, or CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Huh? I said, or CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. You don't even know who they're getting in the third. If you can, if, if Anthony Richardson, Richardson goes one, one or two, Every, not every team, a lot of teams in the NFL should be looking to trade up. <laughs> they'd, they'd be like, oh, shit, dude. Yeah. we, we <laughs> got to get to three. Yeah. yeah. The Cardinals yeah. would be the, the hottest pick in the draft. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, my God, if we the, have a chance. If of the Panthers or the Texans up. take Anthony Richardson, the Cardinals are going to get a fucking haul. None of us saw Trey Lance going third overall. No, I no, absolutely not. And if someone wants to make that move and give up, and Anthony know, Richardson's getting way more but, hype. But than here's Trey Lance. the thing: also, is that no one saw Trey Lance going, and then Trey Lance has gone, and now he's probably not even starting behind the literal last pick in the draft. Well, yeah, but that has nothing to do with Anthony Richardson. No, but it's like, are you willing to mortgage the future of your franchise on a guy that's athletic, that is yeah. more built on running the ball, and you make excuses for him not being yeah. able to throw. Trey no, Lance no, and no, Anthony no, are the same fucking quarterback. Yeah, hey, especially, too, is more especially when you look at the Miami Dolphins and see what they got in their three first-round picks that they got from the Niners. Yeah, exactly. Like when, you look at, when you look at the flip side <laughs> yeah. of it, yeah. It's like you could go all in on a quarterback that you have to wait on. I don't know, though. But if you get if you can get a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud, you're not waiting. That's the thing. So absolutely, it'd be, it would be worth it to me to mortgage the franchise and go get, or mortgage the future, you know, draft pick wise, and go get a Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud if you have weapons, if you have anything else, um, as opposed to Anthony Richardson where you're going to have to wait. But if you're a team like the Seahawks, he, he can sit for a season. Even Tennessee, he can sit behind Tannehill for a year. You know? Oh, I, I it would, would be not would great hi- for him. I don't think. I, I would still say you highly suggest. It. Oh, yeah. I would highly suggest. And that'd be back to back years. Of Ryan Tannehill being like. I ain't helping train him. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. And you have Malik Willis there, and you'd be like, Malik, it's not your job. Bud. Malik's like, hey, bud, I'll help you out. I'm going to get you <laughs> ready. I'm going to get you ready. Stay away. The, the, the team would be like, Malik, you stay as far away yeah. from Anthony Richardson as you possibly can. He's like, well, what do you mean, guys? Like, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I think those are the four teams, though. Uh, Seattle, Vegas, Tennessee, and Washington. And I think the most realistic to move up would be Tennessee. And the one I think it makes the most sense would be Seattle. All right. Um, any thoughts? No? No. All right. Jump over to MLB. Uh, Atlanta Braves, right-handed pitcher Ian Anderson uh, to go under uh, Tommy John surgery. Uh, projected to be back for 2024 season. So he's, he's out with a season. 
Probably, dude. It's like I'm pretty sure I read like a stat saying that people come back stronger and faster after Tommy John surgery. They they do. Like uh, that's it's it. I saw like an article like years ago where people were like, should every MLB pitcher just get Tommy John surgery and skip a year? <laughs> <laughs> Coming out of college, like you know, you're getting, <laughs> yeah. you're getting just Tommy get Tommy John. John. Your arm's gonna have more pop, and you'll be better. Yeah, get drafted and be like, all right, just so you guys know, I'm getting Tommy John surgery. Like, oh, you fucked up your arm. You're like, no, no, no. But just watch, dude. Yeah. The the guy I work with that that talk sports with, uh, he went to high school with uh, Logan Webb's brother, um, in California, and like Logan Webb, would, like their dad would just like show up and like you know for like spring games and stuff. Then he was talking about like I think when Logan Webb got like uh, Tommy John, I don't remember if it was in high school or in college or whatever. But he was like, yeah. And then he was like throwing like ninety seven in like high school, and I was like, oh, sick, Jesus. Just, you know, some yeah. 14 year olds up at the plate and they're just like watching a ball zoom by them, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck, dude, I'm never playing this game again. <laughs> yeah. So you Darvish was the first one that I had heard about um, with the Tommy John surgery. And it says here that his fastball, he ended up increasing by like, it was like five or six miles an hour after the Tommy John surgery. Like he was, he, so he went from like a 92, 93 to like a 98. Like that's, that's. That's nuts. Okay. Um, yeah, and then Twins put Joey Gallo on the IL due to an intercostal strain. I've been bugging him for the last three days. So he's out for, they say, probably about the next 10 to 15 days. Updated power rankings. The Rays at one. Braves at two. Dodgers three. Yankees four. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't uh, understand yeah, that you guys I... have like three games or three wins less than the Braves. Um and or sorry, two I think less than the Yankees, um, but Dodgers three, Yankees four, Padres five, Angels at fifteen, Red Sox at twenty two. We suck. Um, yeah, you guys lost today against yeah, the Rays, but our run differential plus six. Gosh, dude, so. promising. Um, but yeah, Rays eleven and zero. Uh, they are two away from tying the ALNL record. Yeah, yeah. Of starting off a season. But when they were when they were ten and zero, that was the first time since like nineteen ninety one or something like that that a team has started since then. The Rays have a run differential of plus sixty three already through eleven games. Yeah, I was about to say and it's, through yeah. eleven games, they're winning by an average of almost six runs a game. <laughs> just crushing. Dude, they're just beating the shit out of anyone that gets put in everybody. front of them. Um, but yeah, so Rays absolutely red hot. Um, I hope they get to thirteen and zero. Uh, I hope they get to fourteen and zero, so they break the record, um, just so we can say, "Hey, we were, we were covering that." You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Um, jump over to NBA. Zion says, "I'll be back when I feel like Zion." Uh, Mavs super confident that they <laughs> can keep Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So no one else wants him. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody else wants him. Um, we're gonna get into playoffs and stuff like that. So I mean, other than any like real headlines. Tomorrow's cousins playing in Puerto Rico. Okay, yes, I did see that. Yeah, good for him, dude. Dude, he's gonna—he's he, trying to find his path back to the NBA, and I guess it starts in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I don't think it does. I don't think that's so not. Either. Yeah, that's not. What I think he I just heard. wants to vacation in Puerto Rico and also play basketball. And just fuck yeah, Puerto Rican girls. To my knowledge, I didn't know that that was the stepping stone back to the it's NBA. Not a good, not know good that. for you, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just keep it going, dude. Just keep it going. Um, but yeah. So we're going to talk about playoffs in a little bit, guys. Um, jump over to... We want to talk about, like, last game is the regular season? Well, I didn't know if that was going to be covered in the NBA playoffs. 
I don't think so. Okay, so we'll talk about how the season ends, and then we'll go into playoffs. Yeah, we're just doing playoff preview. Okay, all right, yeah. Let's go, NBA. Fights. Multiple. Yes. Yes, one that helps us. Uh, one, one, a big one that helps you guys. Huh. Breaking news. Brian, or Brian's, Bruins set NHL points record. Yeah. 133 points. Already um, had the wins record added onto it. Now yep, which record. breaks Montreal Canadiens' 1977 record. We might just not lose um, in the playoffs. And you guys also broke for the most wins. Um, so this is, in history of NHL, the best season any team's ever had. Yeah. Breaking news. Okay. Uh, yeah, so one first one was big fight that uh, helps Lakers tremendously. And yes. I think probably just fucks the Timberwolves' playoff chances altogether. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rudy Bear punches uh, Kyle Anderson. Um, the the, the dialogue that I saw, the dialogue that I saw reported. I also saw NBA players, or an NBA player said, "So I guess these guys can just say whatever they want now." Not referring to Rudy Gobert, but referring to the people that reported that he, you know, it was the reported conversation was that Kyle Anderson said. Why don't you block some shots? Rudy Gobert said, Why don't you get some rebounds? And then Kyle Anderson said, Shut the fuck up, bitch. Pow! <laughs> 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 uh, and then NBA players like were like, I like which JJ Reddick said that if you read if you read lips, wasn't that far off probably. But there were NBA players that were like, these the guys that report this shit can just make up whatever they want. You want a high noon or a twist tea? Surprise me. Um, I don't care. Yep. And uh, so I don't know exactly what happened, but that's essentially the gist of it. They were, you know, giving each other shit. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. It's a long Tuesday night. Long Tuesday night. Uh, hey, if anyone wants to drop a sub, he'll do it again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was uh, – I don't know exactly what the conversation was, but it was obviously heated. Going back and forth. Gobert, big old bitch, throws a right, and then starts immediately backing up. He's yeah. got like a fucking half a foot on Kyle Anderson. Made no goddamn sense that you're going to throw a punch <sighs> across the bench. You know? That's that's a good point. Yeah, that's a tiny hole. Um, he threw a punch at Kyle Anderson, like <laughs> over other players, then immediately started backing up, and Kyle Anderson, you know, and other Timberwolves players got up and were like, what the fuck are you doing? They sent Gobert home. Yeah. After that, they were just like, fucking get away. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy to me how the Timberwolves have handled their season. For the season, traded all their first-round picks for Rudy Gobert. And when it happened, I said, we said, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, and then halfway through the season, trade deadline, they gave up every one of their other good players, except for Cat uh, and Anthony Edwards. They were like, Jared Vanderbilt, gone. Blake Beasley, gone. D'Angelo Russell, gone. Send them all to L.A. And now L.A. has the best record since that trade the entire league. It's crazy how that works. Um, Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah. Uh, and then... <laughs> yeah. You know your basketball, Kyle. Yeah. And then, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, so they make that trade, so it's like, oh, okay, they just gave up on the year, yeah. apparently, um, after giving up all of their first-round picks. Now you got Rudy Gobert fighting his own teammates, um, and he's going to sit out the play-in game. And they're going to lose, most likely. And then also at halftime, Jaden McDaniels got real mad and punched a brick wall and broke his own hand. Yes. won, though. Yeah, because everyone was Daniels. The last day of the NBA was a joke. Dude, they started sitting people. 
Everyone sat everyone, and it was a joke when you look at the stat lines. I kept, yep, Belkins, I kept telling Nick it worked too. I was like, dude, Belkins it's, had it's, Brandon Ingram out there. Like, There's no point. Oh yeah, no, they had Brandon Ingram because I think like they were trying to because they had finished with the eight seed or the the uh, nine seed. Yeah. They were trying to get the eight to play for the seven eight game. Um, but the Timberwolves also won, so they stayed the eight or the nine seed. Right. Uh, but all the other fucking games that happened on the last day. Oh yeah, they were all jokes. Um, the Celtics threw out a starting lineup where Blake Griffin played five minutes and Derek White played five minutes. Peyton Pritchard played forty six minutes of forty eight. Top score though. Thirty points, fourteen rebounds. You should 11. be. The, Peyton Pritchard's five foot negative four, <laughs> and he got fourteen rebounds. That'd be, that four, dude's foot, little. That'd be four foot eight. That exactly. Dude's little dude. And he got fourteen rebounds. That's, That's ridiculous. Dumb, dude. And he got eleven assists. Mike Muscala had twenty seven. Sam Hauser had twenty six, and we won against the Hawks. It made no fucking sense. Um, the Sixers, Mac McClung had twenty nine and nine. Cam Thomas had 46, and they lost by 29 points. Jack, Jacques Vaughn was asked, asked about it after the game, like, hey, Cam Thomas keeps scoring a lot of points, and you just refuse to play him. What the fuck's up with that? And he goes, yeah, he scores a lot of points, and we lost by 30. Uh, so that's that's why we don't play him. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's, that's true. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he scores a lot of points, but we still lose by 30. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark Williams, leading scorer for the Hornets with 22. He didn't even get signed full-time until, like, the trade deadline. Um, the Heat, Udonis Haslam, at age 56, put up 24 points and made three threes. He got a rocking chair because it was his last game. It was his last regular season game. They gave him a rocking chair to retire with. <laughs> and he put up 24. <laughs> uh <clears throat> what else happened? Uh, Pistons still lost. <laughs> yeah, no one's surprised by that. Uh, who was the other big one? Yeah, see, oh. that's what I was saying. Was I didn't think the Suns like I didn't think they'd play KD because I didn't think there was any advantage. No, they, they had locked in the four seed. Did they? Oh no, no, no I said they would. They yeah, tried no, to build chemistry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they yeah, said they everybody. Both. Yeah, because he was like, no, no, no. So Nick comes over to my desk and goes, "Dude, KD is twenty-one and one in his last twenty-two games, and he's eight and zero since he joined the Suns." Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's why they're going to sit him. He goes, no, they won't sit him. They need to build a chemistry. I was like, what fucking chemistry? I was like, there ain't no with him. I was like, yeah, chemistry's there, dude. It's, I don't know. And it's KD. But <laughs> he, I just thought of him like a coaching season, like, perspective. I don't know why you would risk injuring your no, best player it, two it's games fair. left. And- I, I was thinking of it as like, hey, if you're sitting there playing and you, even if you throw him out there for a half, I was thinking of it as treat it like a practice. Yeah. Don't even tell him to go 100%. But throw everyone out there, be like, hey, let's run some sets. Let's try to get defensive chemistry down. Because if you're – like, it's great. They're 8-0 in these games that, you know, are at the end of the season. Yeah. I don't know who they all played in those games. Uh, do, do you – either of you guys have KD? No. Is it boom? No. First uh, player in history to go 55-40-90? Yeah. Right? There's been multiple 50-40-90s, but never a 55-40-90. Yeah, so he shot 56.5 or something like that from the free throw. From or sorry, for, yeah, sorry, from the field. And then 40, like 3% from three. Uh, I was like three it was points. Like barely over 40. I was like over 40. It was like 40. And then 90 something from the free throw line. Yeah, he's great. That's and he, he made a joke about it on Twitter because someone was like, that's like, these are the stats. And then he was like, yeah, but it doesn't count because I didn't play 65 games. Because next year, if you don't play 65 games, you won't be eligible for like any awards, like MVP and Defense Player of the Year and all that stuff. Oh. Um, LeBron's out. 
Yeah, so he was like, he was like, God, it's great, but it doesn't count. <laughs> like, uh, obviously it does. <laughs> no, it's yeah. ridiculous numbers. Um, Miami out. No, not out. I gotta go play yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah, nine yeah, 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 that's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. And they'll be the. They'll probably get the eight seed because the. It's either they're playing the Raptors or the Bulls, and they should win that game. I am bummed though. My buddy's a Heat fan. I, I wanted to play them. We're gonna beat the Hawks in four. Um. Anyways. I thought they would play to build, like, defensive chemistry, but they didn't, you know, each their own. Doesn't really make much of a difference. I, like, first, and to be fair, they'll probably build chem, uh, no, I can't say that, because they played the Clippers in the first round, and that's a tough fucking series. Um, and we'll get into that. I still think they beat them. We'll get into it. Uh, the other biggest performance was Kenny Lofton. Uh, Kenny Lofton, love this kid. A little chunkster, Okay. Uh, love the guy because he played on That's Team USA when we were competing uh, in like the U18 um, like FIBA Cup. Um, he was our starting center with Chet Holmgren, um, and kid was just a bucket. He he's not very athletic, obviously, but he just scores like he it's it's crazy. And he played at like Louisiana Tech, um, and he was just really good. And then he's been playing the G League, and he won like G League Rookie of the Year, I think. Um, he's been really good. Uh, and then he finally gets one NBA game, and he puts up 42 points and 14 rebounds. Um, granted, it was against the Grizzlies, who were – or sorry, against the Thunder, who are already not great, uh, were sitting everybody, and still won the game. Yeah. Uh, Thunder's average age of their team is like 23. It's the average age of their team. That's young. That's very um, Jesus and that's really the Christ. only like other it, Lakers one. That's um, younger than you, dude, and you're young. Oh, exactly. That there's their average like age of the roster. Yeah, and then the Warriors set the record for most points in the first quarter. They scored fifty five in the first quarter. Yeah, <laughs> it was like an all star game. And won by fifty six points. They could have not played the first quarter and still would have only lost by one point. <laughs> dude, now that's a stat. That's. <laughs> Uh, Statistically significant. Yeah, so uh, it was just a wild day. There was like nothing to take from it that was real. Um, there's some, there's some great like stats that came out of the, uh, that came out of the final. Um, for me, I just saw a lot of like Duke player stats. Paulo finished with the most twenty point games, tied with LeBron, by a rookie. Um, Luke Kennard became the second player in the history of the NBA to shoot over forty nine percent on two or more made threes per game uh, tied with, or not tied with the only other player to do was Kyle Korver. Um, yeah. Jason Tatum for Celtic to average 30 points in a game or 30 points per game over the course of a season, which blew my mind. No Celtic ever had averaged 30 points a game over the course of a season. That doesn't that's, even seem real. That's wild. Uh, like Larry Bird. I was about to say the Celtics <laughs> had legendary players, yeah. dude. Um, so, yeah, other than what? that, I mean, there's a bunch of other stats that came out, and, like, viewership for the NBA was at an all-time high, but the last day was fucking wild. Um, and, yeah, Raffle. Gobert was the one who rubbed all the mics during COVID. Like, he started COVID. Yeah, but, but he got COVID, so it made it funny. Well, no, that's what made it even worse, <laughs> is that he was like, fuck COVID, I'm going to touch everyone's mic, and then he was the first one to test positive for COVID, and it was like, See, wow, but, but that made it fucking idiot. Yeah, but that made it funny, though. <laughs> what? Because if he would have done it, and a bunch of other people that – you know, we're up there, got COVID. They've been like, oh, look at this fucking piece of shit. But he's like, oh, I'm not scared. Uh, COVID. That was fun. <laughs> that made it fun. Yeah, well, then Donovan Mitchell hated him, and then Utah hated him, and now Minnesota hates him. And 
He's just not good. Right, uh, um, Joel Embiid. Do you, th- you still think he's the favorite to win MVP? I think he's the favorite. He's every. I'm going over this again. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Just yeah, yeah, I know. Raffle, I'm sorry, but we're not talking about this. Uh, I think he's the players' vote as well. Like most players have said, he deserves it. Um, so, how do you feel about him? And again, this is a lot of the articles that I've read and stuff and listened to. How do you feel about him being the one that has complained for so many years about not being MVP, and then recently said, eh, "It doesn't even mean anything." It, well, it's dumb because he, he, I think he knows he's going to win. He's just kind of like trying yeah, to brush it off. Yeah. Of, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do. I do. Uh, so I watched JJ Redick. If you guys haven't watched it, um, JJ Redick put out multiple videos on because he got votes for uh, every award this year because he's in the media. Um, and he broke down every single one of his picks for every award, all NBA teams, all defensive teams, um, and he gave actual justification for each one with stats, with um, like just you know eye eye tests, all that stuff. Oh, well, yeah, uh, his MVP is Giannis. Uh, no, no, he just is the smartest guy in the room. Um, and he went with Giannis uh, just because uh, his his argument for it was best player on the best team. Um, you know, he has the highest winning percentage, most points per minute among those three guys. Um, See, but Ruffle, with you making that comment, it makes me think that you're trying to compare him to, like, Stephen A. Smith or uh, what's the... Skip Bayless. There we go. Skip Bayless, like, category, and I don't think J.J. Redick is that. No, he's not. And, and J.J. also backs up everything he says. Um, so... And, and to be fair, you can make stats, you know, say whatever you want, realistically. He said Luca over Steph in a clutch position. I, I don't know. Like, again, I don't know. Stats-wise, Steph's had a longer career. Luca's had a shorter career. So, like, if you're looking at total numbers, it would be Steph. I don't know if you look at, like, a per-game thing, if you look at clutch numbers, per-game, whatever. I don't know what, lo- what stats are used, but... Yeah, he's also going to have some things that are different than everyone else thinks. But yeah, that was his pick was Giannis. Um, my pick would still be Embiid. Um, again, most dominant player. Uh, the Nuggets ha- had an awful like last third of the season. Um, Embiid's been dominant over the last third of the season. I'd like to see a little bit of change as well. Um, yeah, he's been stepping up in the in the last third of the season, which yeah. is when it matters. Yes, yeah. my favorite quote though was Giannis, who said that he was like, "Oh, I've been in the league." Uh, or he was like the last five years. I think I've been MVP, but I don't really care. Um, so I'm not gonna like come out every year and be like, "Oh, I should be MVP." But he's like, "I've been the best player in the league the last five years," and I'm like, "I respect the shit out of that." <laughs> he's like, "I don't need to tell everyone I'm the best player. Everyone knows I'm the best player." <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not a hot take uh, guy. He'll just say Giannis to be different. He said Giannis scored the most points per minute. Uh, <laughs> that's that is. I think that's fair because like Embiid scored more points per game, but he also played more minutes. And I think Jokic scored, or Jason scored the most points total, but also like not most points per game, and not you know. It, I, I don't think it's, it's like it's a, whatever it's a random, stat it's a you want to hold stat. on yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. If you want to look at like how long they were playing for how many points they scored, you know, or if you want to look at yeah. just per game basis, or if you want to look at total points, you know, for guys that played more games, whatever, you know. Um, I think also Giannis and, and Embiid are, like, on par defensively as far as impact on the game. Giannis is going to be up there for Defensive Player of the Year, like, every year. He's yeah. really good. Um, and, again, best player, best team. They had the best record in basketball, and Chris Milton didn't even play all year. 
Um, I, again, I think those are the top three. It's Giannis, Embiid, and Jokic. Uh, I, I, my pick would be Embiid. Um, but with how the Nuggets finished, I would probably still have Giannis above Jokic. But it, it, those would be the three that it comes down to. All right. Uh, jumping over to golf. Masters recap, guys. Um, very fun Masters. I think at least. Yeah. It was um, yeah. Yeah. Overall, like really good Masters. Uh, good for Rom for getting it done. He got double on the first hole. I remember when we were talking about it on Thursday, he doubled the first hole and then won the Masters. Um, Did you see the him talk about the text he got? No. Uh, so right before he went out, uh, was it to start the fourth round? I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Right now. I'm yeah, getting a little worried. Zach Ertz. Oh, that was that was that was during the first round. Oh, first round. So Zach oh, Ertz yeah, texted fourth, him yeah. during Rom's first round, and then Zach Rom, Ertz? yeah, Zach Ertz texted him. He went to Arizona State, and then oh, Zach Ertz okay. plays for the okay. Cardinals. Um, so um, Zach Ertz to text him like, "Hey, let's go. You got this." You know, at the, at the start of the Masters, he was like fir- first green, looking real easy. And then and then he doubled it, and then uh, and then Rom texted him back, said, "Double on the first, not ideal." Yeah. And, then, and then and then Zach Ertz responded, "Horrific." Yeah. yeah. The, the, my favorite thing was JJ Watt at the highest level of competition. I think I think still it was roasting him. it was in a group chat with JJ Watt too, no uh, and JJ Watt like tweeted the actual texts, and then uh, after he four put or after he was wait, four put no yeah four put yeah four put for, for double. double yeah. Uh, JJ Watt and Zach Ertz were texting, and Zach was like, "Why well, didn't expect him to do that?" And JJ was like, "You told him to, you know, like to play like he was playing with us, not play like us." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that that was great. Um, I think it's crazy that um, the top five has three live golf guys in there. Yeah, um, one of them obviously fell apart on Sunday. Had a chance to win it, uh, didn't get done. Um, a little bit bummed for Brooks Kepka. Uh, but I was happy to see a PGA Tour guy win it in Rom. Um, I've started to like him more and more um, lately. Mickelson, though, um, oldest player in history to get top five at the Masters, like 55 years old. Fred Couples, big boom to him. Yes. Oldest guy to make the cut. Um, other than that, um, Hovland, terrible second, terrible fourth round. Yeah. Um, that was a bummer. Yeah. Uh, Sam Benny. Yes. So I'm going to get into him okay, a little okay. bit more. But, I mean, Sam okay. Bennett, uh, no, yeah, low that's... amateur, that's huge for him. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get in more uh, yeah. onto him later. Raffle, the back-to-back hole-in-ones, that was at the par three thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not at, not at the Masters, at the par three event prior to the Masters, right? Yeah. Oh, the back-to-back hole-in-one, um, that there was a uh, – I think it was during, like, round three of, like, five years ago, Louis Oostazen and someone else at back-to-back par threes. They're in the same group, same hole. And they had back-to-back par threes. Yeah, but who was it this year that had like two hole in ones on a par three back-to-back? I thought it, like that was blasted all over the internet. I'm not sure. Um, hold on, back-to-back on consecutive holes would be back-to-back. No, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't back-to-back. Like it was back-to-back on par threes, like back-to-back par threes, because it never goes par three, par three. So it was like a par three, and then, you know, however many holes later, another par three. It, this says back-to-back. The thing I, I pulled up, back-to-back hole-in-ones, it was six days ago for Seamus Power. So was that on Thursday he went back-to-back? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Seamus Power. Six days ago was Wednesday? Yeah, six days ago. That's the par so three. So the par three event. Yeah. At the par three contest at the Masters. 
And he finished at plus seven. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he, he didn't make the cut. He yeah. didn't make the cut. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did plus seven? Yeah. Yeah, back so, to back Yeah, so on he the front finished nine. on plus seven, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, he didn't do it in the actual round one. It was during the par three contest. Yeah. Oh. Well, still. Kudos to you, my guy. Um, But, yeah. uh, Yeah, (laughs) fell apart. Um, He he was doing, like, you know, he was was like one over, something like that. Nobody who does good at the par three contest usually wins the Masters. Hey, but he made back-to-back hole-in-ones and then walks away with 57K. So, not a bad weekend. No. Um, But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, I mean, yeah. I mean, Philly Mick, dude, coming in here, minus eight to tie it, and you know, to tie for second place. Absolutely amazing. Um, the guy's a legend. So um, did so you that say was Phil amazing. and Mick? Oh, I just said Philly Mick. Oh, Philly Mick. Oh, okay. I think yeah. Phil and Mick. I was like. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Philly Mick. Um, so, yeah, great to see that. Uh, yeah, Jordan Spieth, killer Sunday to be able to come back and get up there in the top five. Like you said, though, I mean, just I wanted to see a live golfer win. Um, just to like have Animosity. that fuck you, you know. Um, but yeah, so John Rom gets 600 FedEx points for that. Um, Phil Mickelson, Kepka obviously don't get anything, and then neither did Patrick Reed. Uh, so it's just crazy. Yeah, that three of the top five got no FedEx points for that. They got like, official it's, it's just world weird golf seeing. ranking out of that though. Yeah, I was gonna say. So that like, what does that look like from like for Mickelson? What was he at before? What does it keep him at? I mean, I would assume obviously that was great for him. And if there was ever a time for him to just come up and perform, it was the Masters to be able to tie for second and get that position. John Rahm did go ahead and take over the number one spot. Um, mm-hmm. He went from three to one, so good for him. Yep. Um, let's look up good old Philly Mick. Did you finish all the twisties? Not all of them. There were 11 in here. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I didn't, <laughs> you know, I, I, was, I was just a slightly confused. No, I just want to Holy it up. shit. It was a, like a full case? Yeah. I thought it was like leftover from like golf or something. So, crazy. Phil Mickelson was 425th in the world since he joined Live Golf. He went all the way up to 72. And he's got to hold on to that for another 12 months now, right? He's, uh, he's won the Masters. He'll be able to play at Masters forever. Well, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, but you're saying. Um, and then let's look up. Why well, is for Kepka? Go- like World Golf Rankings? You said that was the only time that they're able to do anything for that. Because yeah, unless they introduce it for live golf, which I'm sure at some point they might. Yeah, they should. So oh, Brooks Kepka, he went from 118th to 39. Yeah. So now he's back into the top 50. I've seen everyone saying, like, this is Brooksy golfing. Like, he's back. Yeah. And I'm like, what's well, one tournament? Like, he had a great tournament. He also fell apart at the end. But, yeah. but he also know. won the week before. Yeah. So I'm like, hopefully it's Brooksy back. Yeah. I'd love for it to be. But let's get, like, a little bit more than – I know it is back-to-back performances, but I would like to see a little bit more than just two. Yeah. Yeah. And then Patrick Reed, rent, uh, Reed went from 70 to 45. Nice so, um, I mean, I don't like Patrick Reed, so I was happy he didn't win. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, fuck you, Patrick. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see – I was really hoping they did some fun things 
um, where they matched more fun guys up like Patrick Reed and uh, Rory McIlroy because of that beef I told you guys about. Oh, yeah. That would have been great. Uh, Ricky Fowler uh, didn't play, uh, but uh, he dropped three spots for not playing. So he's 58th. A couple guys jumped him yeah. based on their performances. Yeah. Um, you have anything about the tree? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, which was crazy. Big tree, um, big tree fell down. Uh, weather was terrible on Friday. Yeah. Um, so that's where you see a lot of those high rounds. Still didn't finish on Monday, though. No, it didn't. They got it done. Saturday was a long day for a lot of players, uh, including John Rom, who I think was still on the course uh, Friday when the tree went down. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, crazy weather. That's, I guess, Georgia for you. Yeah, and then Sunday was beautiful. Yeah, Sunday was gorgeous. You just wash them on Sunday. I was like, man, you didn't even know it rained. <laughs> it was absolutely wild. Um, yeah, I saw like the photos of the tree that fell, and I was like, yeah, they kind of have to postpone play after that. Yeah, yeah, because no well, because I, I so I I was sitting on I was sitting there watching it, um, and then they postponed playing, and I was like, it's like fucking raining and a little windy. Like, what's going on here? And then they cut, and like the tree fell, and I was like. Oh yeah, that, that would that, be why. That, that winds must be rough. Yeah, the the fits that some of these guys had though was a bit much. Uh, I think Hovins wasn't too bad, but there were some guys that had like full on hoodies with beanies, and I'm like, it, it was like you know like fifty. Yeah, and I was like, it's not that cold. Like fifty, I'd be wearing shorts, you know. Yeah, like yeah. you don't need Literally. a hoodie and a beanie. Like that's a bit much, you know. I know it was also windy and a little rainy, so I can justify a jacket. Can golfers wear shorts? Uh, not on the PGA Tour, but in live golf you can. Bullshit, dude. Live golf you can. I, I didn't. I didn't polo. see the full swing thing. They're not like necessarily polo, but it's like a golf shirt. Have you right watched all of full swing? No, no, no. Have you? Did you, I'm sure you just know about this thing happening. The guy that uh, didn't completely take his shirt off, but like almost took his shirt. Joel off. Joel Damon. Yeah, yeah. That's in full swing. Yeah. And they were talking about it, and, and then he he yeah, got he fined. Was, yeah, he was like PGA called me, yelled at me for it, and I was like, dude, it got people invested. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're already invested. It's the waste management, you know. Yeah. But like yeah, and he and he wasn't even like like doing that good. No, right? exactly. Like, like, he just played. Around. Yeah, he played a great hole, and then. I think he took it all the way off, didn't he? Well, he like almost. I think he almost took it off, and then he just put it back on. Uh, but it was because everyone was chanting for him to take his shirt off. Yeah, dude. Well, no, no, Joel, to Joel Damon took his full shirt off and went like this. Yeah. Okay. Then the, oh, then that's the, the chunky Harry Higgs guy, who's also <laughs> a fan favorite, love him, dude. He's just he's just a big old chunkster. Wears his shirt not buttoned up all the way. Just See the chest hair. Just out and about, and he Rock just it. he went like this, like. And they were all throwing beers, dude. Like, it's fucking electric. Golf, golf is already a, like it. it kills 20, me. Twenty twenty five, we're going. Golf mm-hmm. kills me because PG, the PGA Tour kills me. That meant yes. Yeah, it means yes. Uh, I don't. I probably won't have money for it. But Boom, I'll figure it out. dude. I'll walk there. <laughs> I told Chad I'd walk to Mexico. You think I won't walk to Arizona? <laughs> <laughs> um, the PGA Tour doesn't. I don't get it because like the average person that goes golfing gets just shit faced golfing. You know. Yes. So like. Why not let your fucking competitors lift a shirt up once in a while, right? Didn't I yeah. saw, I saw another team that Joel dude. Damon? Uh, I think before dude. his like second round at the waste management, did like drank like four white claws, and then went out and played his eighteen holes, which like you know it's not like crazy amount of alcohol, but like just before you go play eighteen holes in a in uh not a ma- major no not a major wait what uh, waste management not a major no. But like before you go play in like a high-level golf tournament, having four white claws 
is a, is a decision, you know? And then he shot pretty well. But just let people have fun, man. Like, yeah. people love having fun during golf. And that's, I mean, that is it's not the a, it's number not the one. Game anymore. It's the number one party, like, tournament. tournament. Yeah. Um, also, fun fact that I found out, um, they spray paint their greens at the Waste Management. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it happens in February, so the grass isn't like perfect. Yeah, so I found out. Yeah, they spray paint it all. Yeah, love and it. then they do like the inside of the cup. But that's the inside of the cup. I always knew. You know, you do the white, you do all that. That's, that's a very Phoenix thing. Yeah, too. but they just spray paint everything green. I was like, whoa, dude. Yeah, I was talking with this girl that went in this last year, and she's like, yeah, she goes, I had no idea. She goes, but we got there like super early, and we Wash saw them just spray paint. paint. <laughs> I was like, whoa, dude, that is nuts. My mind would be blown. Like yeah. seven in the morning, they, I'd be like, "What the I don't fuck?" Think they spray paint the whole course. No, 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 no. The greens. She said the greens, so I don't maybe, know. Maybe I don't like think the it's the green, fairways and maybe shit. The do you greens think? Are like do you think maybe holes? she was just talking about the cups? No, she said the yeah. She said the greens, because she said I knew that they did cups and stuff like that. She goes, but I saw them spray paint the greens. So I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm gonna How take many this. Did she have it? I'm gonna take this bitch's word for it. Four. It was just fucking like sodden water. <laughs> She's like, whoa, dude, they're spray painting the whole thing, dude. Love it. All right. Uh, anything else Masters-wise? Uh, no. No. It was great. It was great. I love seeing... Brooksy fell apart. Yeah. Um, well, you go, like, plus... I want to say plus six. Plus three. Fuck. On his own Sunday. Way. I think he got up to plus six. Like, yeah, no. And yeah, then he, he worked his way back towards the end. Um, what was it, like... 15 or 16 he like you know did better than rom and then it was like oh maybe he's gonna make his run here he's only down by like two or three shots now's his chance and it was like you know then he like his next tee shot went super far left and it was like oh never mind yeah so this is, says in scottsdale they still use a complement existing grass color um in their paint um, in this case, TBC Scottsdale often uses FW, which is the darkest concentrated endurant paint, or TE, the pigment, which is used exclusively on grass that has a chlorophyll and is actively growing. Um, we use the pigment on the rye grass. Right. And another one said that um, some do, but many do, paint uh, spray paint their greens and fairways. Whoa. I don't know how much paint that is. It's a lot of paint. <laughs> Like a 530-yard par five. Jeez. And just... I mean, that's... Yeah, that's nuts. Okay. That being your job, just walking the fucking fairway. <laughs> yeah. I would love that job. No, it'd be great. Because you're like, golfing for free. Like, if you work for the golf course, if, you get fair. free golf. If you're, if you're doing that for a job, you are golfing for free. Would, and it's would, at the Masters, that's fair. I would invent something. Dude, at Augusta? I'd have a, I'd have a golf cart where I can, like... Dude, I'll rake the sand. Hold down 30 cans or something. I'll do something. I'll yeah. rake the sand for... A free round at Augusta. Yes, I'd, I'd suck I'd a dick. Suck <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'd suck a dick for a free round at Augusta. I'd rank the bunkers for a Thursday ticket at the Masters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I'd rank those bunkers just to be able to hit off the fucking driving range over there. Okay, jumping over to MMA UFC. Okay. Um, so Lawler versus McDonald two will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. If you guys not have seen that fight. That is a UFC fight that you guys have to watch. Just bloody and broken um, dudes. Yeah. I was at my brother's house um, when it happened. Um, I remember at the end of the fight, Lawler looks at the camera and you see him like you know go to spit all the blood because there's blood coming down. He goes, and you see his lip go, and just flutter in his breath. Um, 
because it was just completely split all the way down. Absolute bloody massacre, but an amazing fight. So, um, obviously was going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, but now it's official. Um, let's recap UFC 287. Um, so, the only fights we really talked about, uh, we didn't really talk about any in the uh, early prelims, but we did talk about the prelims. Loopy, uh, who we said was going to win. Yep. Won her fight. Um, the judge they gave it 30-27 on Coke. <laughs> it was not. Yeah. So well, You can't no. I, I never understand judging. You can't have someone that gives it 29-28 to the loser and then someone that gives it 30-27 the other yeah. way. It does, Which, you know, I mean, I, I would... I mean, yeah. She, I, I didn't watch the fight, Calvillo so... Calvillo definitely won a round. But she did not win two, in my opinion. There's no way she lost all three. So, okay, so that's what I'm saying is I don't know who's on Coke. I don't know if it's the guy that gave Cavillo 29-28. No. Or if it's the one that gave Loopy 30-27. Like, every round was kind of close. Okay. Loopy, I think, definitely won round one. I think Calvillo definitely won round two. And then the third was really up in the air. So I think, you know, you could give it to Loopy. And that's why it was 28-29 on the first card. Or on the fir- for the first judge? Yeah. And then the second judge was like, oh, okay, I'm going to give the second round to Calvillo. Yeah. And, okay, so one of the early prelims got, uh, like, canceled, um, which brought down Ignacio in the early prelims. So I was cr- incorrect about he that. He kicked ass. We did talk about that one. Yeah, I mean, domina- like dominating win. Um, but we did say Ignacio and Loopy on a little parlay. Don't know if you actually put money on it. No, no, I put parlay on, hit a, five, on a, a, a four-legger that lost me because of, we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. Um, Mearshart did lose Shart to Joe, pet, to Joe uh, Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mearshart, rough look for you. Kelvin Gaslam uh, takes care of business <laughs> against Chris <laughs> Curtis <laughs> um, in unanimous fashion. Yeah, no, Gaslam looked fantastic. Yeah, dude. he did. And it was a boxing. It was like bo- they were boxing essentially. Like it wasn't even like like Gaslam's game is more ground. Yeah, and Chris Curtis loves to stand up, and Ooh. Gaslam was fucking throwing, dude. Gaslam was absolutely throwing the entire fight, uh, winning up top. It was so crisp. Uh, did you watch fight? No, no. So it was so crisp. His boxing was on point. Um, he got hit a couple times by Curtis, right? That's why he, you know, he lost a round on two cards. But overall, he was so crisp. Everything was so fast. Gaston looks really fucking so good. So I'm fight. in an MMA page on Facebook, and I told you guys last week they were talking mad shit about him, saying that he's the most overrated middleweight of all time. Oh, he looks good. Um, and I think he's in that page because uh, I saw highlights. I didn't see the fight, he um, but spots. he looked amazing. He jumped up four spots. I mean, I dominant like, fashion. I think he'll get like a Brunson or a Strickland or Duplessis on the on his next fight, I like um, and then we can see after that. You know, if he if he has another dominant performance against someone between six and eight, he'll probably be up there contending for a ti- another title shot. Depending, yeah. and I mean, especially just with, like with the, with the the middleweight division. I mean, we'll okay, we'll, we'll get into it. Okay, um, so kicking off the main card. Um, Rosas Fuck Jr. You, dude. dude Rosas absolutely is exposed. And this is why you don't take somebody that doesn't have the experience and throw them onto a main card. Lost if he would have been on prelims, it is what it is. But you throw him on his first ever main card at 18 years old. Where he's 7-1 and one, and he's proven his ground game is phenomenal. Yeah, but he went for 16 takedowns. He hit the dude twice. 
That is the most pathetic part. Three full rounds. He landed two strikes. I don't care which one of us it was fighting Rodriguez. On my back. We would have landed more than two strikes. I showed you guys my technique, dude. I'm throwing all four at the same time. Yeah. I'm landing three. He (laughs) threw 19 over 15 minutes. I mean, the striking accuracy is awful of the worst I'd ever seen. But I get it. He wanted to try and get the submission finish. But, dude... This is MMA. And he tried to get a submission finish and still had more takedowns and less ground control time. Yes. It, you suck, dude. Yeah. No, You're it, bad. It was a bad, bad look bad. on Rosas. I mean, I, I, he think, went, he I went, think at 18, he is very good. No, he's bad. He sucks. He should never fight again. The next two years, <laughs> I guarantee you his striking game. We're not, like we're gonna look back and go, holy shit! Look at the improvement because he's going to understand that that's the part of the game. If he wants to be a champion, he has to work on the striking, and so that's what's going to happen. And he's going to be a phenom. There's no doubt about it. I'm not talking shit about him, no. but I am absolutely shitting on his chest for this fight. Yeah, for this fight, you, I can I can look absolutely at this. pathetic. I didn't watch it. All I saw. Was I'm like the game cast on ESPN just tracking it, going, okay, when is that two going to become a three? <laughs> he, he somehow <laughs> and it won never a round. did, dude. He somehow won a round. Landing it had two to have strikes. been the first round. It had, it, whatever round it was, it had. I'm sure that four minutes, 50 seconds of ground control, at least three minutes that was in one round. Yeah. Right? That would be my guess. The fact that overall, was that 12 and a half minutes of this 15 minute fight was on the ground, boring as shit. Okay, there were not there the way to kick off a main card. One submission attempt, and it was just it's probably half. From the numbers, it looks like Rodriguez. I, again, I didn't watch this fight. From the numbers, it looked like Rodriguez was just landing while he was in dominant position in ground control. Yeah, right. Like that would yeah, be my guess. guess. Yeah, um, he only landed zero strikes to the legs. There weren't any like leg kicks thrown. Only three to the body. So it seems to me like it was just ground and pound kind yeah. of deal. Um, that's what the numbers would make me. Think. That's what the numbers make me think. So I mean, like, I get he's eighteen. I know he's gonna get significantly better. He's still very young. This is his eighth professional fight at eighteen years old. It was just sad. No, no, but, like watching him get beat that fucking but, bad. Yeah, like, but just on Christ. the main card, it's like yes, I get this kid. The it, phenom, it should have been the a prelim. Coming. The Gaslam Curtis fight should have been on the main card. Yes, over this fight. Yeah. He needed to prove himself. He hasn't fought anybody yet. It's it. And that was motherfucker still in high school. They, they gave. They gave. He is at eighteen. Yeah. Uh, you get held back, loser. Uh, well, I knew a few people that graduated at eighteen. Graduated at seventeen. Uh, I, mean, I graduated at seventeen. Yeah. So Rosas is so, dumb. So anybody with a birthday before June, dumb, is eighteen. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Sorry, <all> dumb. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, baby. Fuck yeah. Uh, I'm no, the, yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, he's obviously going to get better. He's 18. Like, I understand that. It's just a really tough look. Like, yeah. He, he's had enough professional fights. It was. He should not be throwing me. 19 strikes in a 15 minute fight. He shouldn't be landing two strikes in a 15 minute fight. It was a horrific He went performance. three for 16. And, and hey, oh, he's a ground guy. You can't go three for 16 on takedowns then. Yeah. The guy he was fighting. Had you, two more fights than him. Yeah, no, yeah. If you can't throw a single punch, like if you can't land more than two punches, 
That means that you are strictly ground game. And if you're strictly ground game, you should have a 50% takedown percentage. Yeah, three for 16? It's less than 20%. That's pathetic. Rough yeah. look, dude. And Rodriguez, I'm assuming, came in with the perfect just game plan. Yeah, like you're gonna, on, on I know you're only going to yeah. try to take me down, and I'm just going to sh- stuff it every single time. Yeah. And he went one for one on takedowns. Yeah. And had seven and a half minutes of ground game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes no fucking sense. So, uh, yeah. Rosas, so, bad look. I hate him because he lost me my, uh, my parlay. Um, well, so, w- real quick, which four did you have? Uh, so, I had, I had Loopy, Rosas, nice. uh, Kevin Holland, and Gilbert Burns. And I wanted I wanted to also add that Gilbert Burns won by decision. By decision. And I wanted to add it, the over two and a half rounds. Yeah. And I couldn't parlay it because William Hill is fucking stupid. Yeah. You can't bet. This this player that or this person and the over or this person and the under on any card. Yeah, NFL, I can't. I can't. Yeah. NFL, NBA. I can't yeah. parlay this team to win and the over. Well, there's certain like it's the b- fucking dumbest one. shit. You can't like parlay uh, puck lines in. Uh, you can't do like oh, I want the Lightning to win and them to also win by one and a half. You can't. Yeah. You no, can't you can't do it. No, yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kept trying it and it was like, oh no, your bets been rejected. Yeah, and I was like. Yeah, it's like, oh, dude, go God. fuck yourself, dude. Five bucks? Would want me like 25 bucks? You know? William Hill needs a burn, dude. But um, Rosas lost me it anyways. And then I watched the rest of the card, and I, every one of my other fights won, and I was like, dude, fuck this Rosas guy. Yeah? And I thought Loopy was going to lose. I'm going to be honest, Loopy probably should have lost that fight. Really? Yeah, and I was watching it the whole time, and Joe and DC, they were like, yeah, like Cynthia landed more significant strikes, I think. Yeah, Cynthia landed 17 more significant strikes. Uh, 14 more total strikes. Um, it was more to the body and to the legs, though. And she had way more ground control time. Um, yeah, but it's loopy. Yeah, but exactly. It was loopy, and that's why I think she won. And I was <laughs> like, we're off to a great start, guys. I'm like, loopy should have lost, and she won because it's loopy. I'm going to be in a good position. Yeah. I'm like, even if the Rosas fights goes the distance, they're going to give it to him. Yeah. And they didn't. And I was like, fuck, dude. And then everyone else won, and I was like, I don't like this Rosas kid. Yeah. At all. Yeah, no, yeah. Logan was very upset I was, on Saturday. He's not doing anything. <laughs> 18 years old, future's done. Um, but, yeah, the next, next fight, where are you going to. from here, bud? <laughs> the next fight where I was the happiest was oh, Kevin Holland getting yeah. the uh, the KO, TKO in the third round. Um, I mean, yeah, nothing against Santiago. I just think Kevin Holland is a hero. He's an everyday hero. So, um, just good to see that. But, again, yeah, just, you know, nice finish in the third round for Kevin Holland. Um, I think we all had Rosas and we all had Holland through the first two. Yes. Um, next fight, Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez. Uh, great fight for Rob Font. Oh uh, yeah, he looked <laughs> he looked amazing. Um, the striking was just there. He landed such a brutal uppercut that just dropped Yanez, and uh, he was able to go in for the finish. So hey. Good for you, Rob Font, making a case to make I mean, his probably final run um, for the belt. Yeah, and the and the Gaslam Curtis fight was obviously fight of the night, but when you look at the numbers on this fight, well, and, and I mean the Prada Adesanya fight was also amazing. Yeah, that was about to say, um, that's probably gonna be fight of the night. But when you look at a fight that went less than three minutes, and there were you know fifty eight significant strikes landed across the fight in three minutes, that's a great fight. Yeah, there were. Rob Font landed 30 strikes to the head in three minutes. Yeah, Adrian Yanez classified as a boxer. Yeah. Um, Rob Font classified as a striker. <laughs> yeah. He just throws. It was electric. 
Yeah. Uh, for three minutes, you know. Obviously, it's not going to be fight of the night because there were multiple fights that went in the distance or went yeah. farther that it, were more electric. But that's oh, a great fight. Yeah, and it wasn't even knockout of the night. Um, but yeah, so Rob Font, dude. Hell yeah. Um, next fight, Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal. Easiest fucking pick of the night. I, I should have just taken Gilbert Burns by decision and just called it a night. Because it yeah. was very obvious that was what was going to happen. Yeah, no, uh, Gilbert Burns coming out with the fro uh, threw me off a little bit. Wasn't used to that. However, it's a tight fro. It is. Like, that is a dense fro. Uh, not not airy. Fro. Yeah, no. No, it is not. Dude, the Too last three podcasts, dude, you've been <laughs> hella racist. Dude. I mean, when, <laughs> Dude, I've been waiting out. for like a pointy white hat <laughs> and everything. Um, but yeah, Jorge, uh, or sorry, Jorge. Uh, but the biggest. <laughs> but the biggest news from this fight, other than it being a decently boring fight, is the fact that Masvidal retired. Um, the, the dumbest thing to me was. I don't know if Masvidal said it. <laughs> That's, it. It's a great slip-up. Horsve, dude. <laughs> Horsve Masvidal. <laughs> uh, the, the, I don't know if it was Jorge that said it or if it was like actual like articles that I saw that was like, oh, if Masvidal wins this fight, maybe a title shot. Masvidal said that. Okay. He said, if I can win then, this fight, that'll prove something to myself where I can make another run. And then he retires he after he loses. And it's like, oh, okay, so it's, it was either win and get a title shot or lose and you can't compete anymore? I, I yes. would agree with that, yeah. yeah. Well, no. no, I know that's what it is, but like win, he shouldn't get a title fight. <laughs> like, well, no, well, Kyle was saying that he well, said no, that no, he's yeah. going to work his way up to one. Not, not right away. I don't know. I, if didn't he be, see the, I didn't see the comments that he made. If he would have beat Gilbert Burns, Gilbert Burns was, was where? He's five. So he would have had to fight one more. And, and Masvidal was 11. Who's he, who else would he have fucking beat? He's going to beat Gilbert Burns and then beat who? Usman? No. Covington? No. Hamzat? Absolutely not. Muhammad? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Probably nobody. He would have gotten <laughs> no, no, yeah, but that's no. yeah, but that, yeah, but that was the thing that Masvidal said was, if I can beat Gilbert Burns, and he's pretty much saying, I respect Gilbert Burns. He goes, because if I can beat him, that'll tell me, hey, you have, you know, one, give it one last shot to try and go get that title. He goes, but if I lose, I'm done. He said that before the fight. And then okay, he I lost. I didn't hear the second Yeah, part. yeah. So then he lost and he went, all right. So he took it off, uh, you know, took off his gloves and, you know, did the retirement right then and there. And, I mean, yeah, dude, he, he's had good fights. Like, there's no doubt about it, especially in the beginning of his career. Um, it was that good. It was, it was the last three or four where, yeah, he just, like that, that, what, what was it, six-second, five-second knockout? Again, to okay. Ben Askren. Ben Askren got knocked out by Jake Paul. It's not that crazy. Well, yeah, but I mean, so did you know? So did a lot of people. A lot. Him and Leon Edwards. Not Leon Edwards. Sorry, uh, Tyron Woodley. Racist, Leon racist, dude. Oh my goodness. You're just only one of those black guys. Hella racist, Anyways. dude. But he knocked down Anderson Silva. He didn't I mean, knock out Anderson. Knocked down. Dropped. Yeah. So knocked down. I said so I'm, I'm saying knocked out. He knocked out. No, no. Paul also knocked out Ben. Askren. Okay, but let me. Okay, but let me finish the statement about Ben Askren. He's bad. That was the most hyped thing in all of UFC that I've seen. He he landed a five second knee knockout, and everyone said Masvidal is a god. And it was like, no, he knocked out Ben Askren. It was Ben Askren's fucking bad, dude. It was like the same thing as when Connor knocked out Aldo. In 13 seconds. That's nah, not the same thing. No, 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 yeah, but 
But the thing is, McGregor was thing. really good. And Masvidal Jose Aldo was, was also very good. Yeah. Well, right. But so he knocked out Aldo and then got immediately choked by Nate. The next fight. Yeah, and then he beat Nate. And then he beat Nate. Then, then he, he beat, beat Eddie Alvarez. Then he got, you know, he neck was, cranked by Habib. Yeah, yeah but, then, but when he beat Eddie, uh, Eddie Alvarez, he became a double champ. Yeah, and it was fucking Eddie Alvarez, though. They don't, okay, yeah, but he was a champ. He was <laughs> top of the line right there. He beat the best person in that division. But the thing is, like, I think a lot of people went into that fight with, like, Masvidal was going to beat Astrid anyways, I think. Probably, unless it went to the ground. No, 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 no. Right? no. I, yeah, I agree. I think he would have won either way. So, is not so good. it was just the electricity of a, of a fucking flying knee immediately into the fight, you know? That's what I'm saying. And yeah. It's the same thing for McGregor. It was like, but I don't. The, but the difference I think with the McGregor fight was like I think people, a lot of people, still thought maybe Aldo could take it, and then it would so, just happen okay. to be Aldo winning very aggressively so if, and got if, caught. If I could go back in history and have another fight happen, like in that time where they're both at their peaks, there's a lot that come to mind, but definitely in the top three is McGregor and Aldo. Uh, that's because the thing. they that, didn't fight again, and I wanted to see that. Yeah, that fight would have been. So good, and I think that, Aldo wins it. That fight to me is like not the start, but it was you know seven years ago. It's kind of the start of Dana White just controlling what happens in the UFC. McGregor Aldo should have been a rematch. McGregor but, changed UFC. Yes, yeah. But McGregor wins that fight in such an electric fashion that it's immediately McGregor to the fucking top, and Aldo has to work his way back up from like the bottom. And it was like it was a 13 second knockout. That's not like a master class performance. That's realistically in the game of MMA a that's lucky why, shot. That's one of the reasons why Jose Aldo was just like, I'm yeah, I'm done with this shit. And that's like, why he's I a was fucking at the top of my game and I got fucking beat once. And then it was like, oh, you gotta work back from the bottom. And it's like, okay, but the guy that beat me by one. To be fair though, he didn't really ever look the same after that. Aldo guy. never looked the same. Yeah, but he's he he's had like some. No, good, no, no, he still had really good fights, but I don't I don't but, know if know, he ever had another title shot after that. No, and I mean Aldo used to be like one of the scariest dudes in UFC. No. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. 100%. He's known as one of the best. He did division. have a title shot against Holloway. And he lost? Yes. Knocked out in the third round. And he had a title fight against Young. Well, no. Is that a title fight or is that just there was a title fight on the card? I don't know how UFC does this shit. Yeah, let me see it. No, Holloway Aldo was definitely for the belt. I don't know if Aldo Young was for the belt. Because there was also Usman Masvidal on that card. What the fuck is all this? Okay, so yes, it was for the belt. So he had he had two more title shots. He lost both. Three. So he lost to McGregor and then beat Frankie Edgar to win it back. Oh, then he lost Then lost to Holloway, Holloway twice. Which is And fair. then lost to Piotr Jan. But, I mean, his three losses after... Three of his five losses after McGregor were by knockout. So Anyways. yeah, so Aldo lost his touch. No, Anyways, no, 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 yeah, yeah. The, we're going back to the Masvidal stuff. Uh, electric win over uh, Ben Askren. You know, it was absolutely amazing. Even looking at Ben Askren going into that Street fight, Jesus. though, even going into that fight, Ben Askren looked like I don't think he wanted to be there. No, and then he just got absolutely rocked. Yeah, and then Ben Askren's just been trying to make money since then. Yeah, and it's just hyped Masvidal since then as well. Yeah, and that's the thing is, it's like Masvidal like did something special. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> knocking somebody out like that. Please make oh. 
knocking somebody out like that is so special, oh. right? That's like, was, oh, like that's super special. Yeah, LeBron does it like a three sixty pass, and the, he caught it one hand and passed yeah. out again. Oh. Uh, but at the same time, it's like okay, it is MMA. Anyone can get dropped at any point. Yeah. Point in case the Usman Edwards fight, Usman should have won the first time. Got dropped by a head kick. Obviously, Edwards looked dominant in the second fight. Yeah, but better game plan. You know, he's also fighting as a champion instead of a challenger. There's a lot more that goes into that. Um, but you know, it's it's a game where anyone can get yeah. knocked out at any point in time. That's literally the point of it. So like, yeah, a guy gets dropped. Th- you know, three seconds into a fight, and it's like that's absolutely ridiculous. But it doesn't mean Masvidal is an amazing fighter, and he deserves everything. You know. No, and, he, and he got everything for it. Yeah, I agree. And, and props to Masvidal. He, he was he able also, to sell fights. He Exactly. He did what the UFC needs. He sold that knockout as, I am the greatest person to ever touch this octagon. You know? Yeah. And it's like, well, we got to give him title shots now. Yes. So good for him. I but agree. I think realistically, he was never, talent-wise, no. the top of that He was class. a street brawler. Yes. He wasn't UFC. He could drop anyone at any given time, but it's just like fucking Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis got the title shot. Does he deserve one? Tied to Ivas has got a title shot. Does he deserve one? Probably not. Yeah, no. But it's like he could drop anyone yeah. at any time, so you fucking give it to him. <laughs> Ty rose so fast. Okay, so then we get to the main event, the title fight between Alex Perea versus Israel Adesanya. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a good fight. It was a very good first round, and even the second round was very um, action-packed. Um, did you Were you able to see it or no? Oh, no, no. Well, I didn't show it. Um but yeah, so Alex Perea um, and Izzy both going through the first round was very just is a very technical first round, right? It was Perea kind of feeling it out, Adesanya being a very aggressive and coming at it, and the the very technical striker that Adesanya is is who we got to see in this fight, and it's Izzy that I do love to see. Um, we've said it before in the past where Izzy is like the most you know boring champion that we've ever had in the UFC. Or, you know, at least it was at the current time and yada, yada, yada. But coming out as a challenger again, he was very aggressive and very technical with his stand-up. I do think Izzy won the first round. And then we're going into the second round. Or now Perea is coming in and he's just landing. Through the first and second round, he was just landing a lot of leg kicks. And I'm talking hard calf kicks. Where, you know, you you could see it affecting Izzy. Like, he, you know, he was trying to play it off like it didn't hurt and yada, yada, yada. But they were hurting this game. And if it went, if it would have went to like championship rounds, it would have had a bigger impact. But Izzy um, able to kind of, uh, you know, c- c- kind of play dead um, when he wasn't actually injured um, is what it came out to be afterwards. But you know, Perea landed a couple big shots. Um, Izzy kind of just covered up, backed up against the fence. Perea teed off on his uh, body for probably two or three huge shots. And then landed a knee that Izzy kind of you know, halfway blocked. And so it looked like Izzy was about to get rocked. And then Izzy just comes through with a fucking big overhand right. Catches Perea. Perea steps back. I mean, absolutely has his shit rocked. And then Izzy lands another one and just drops Perea um, out cold. Um, and out cold. So I do think this is actually pretty much the same exact result. That almost happened in the first fight um, between Adesanya and Perea. Um, if there was an extra five to ten seconds in that first round of their first fight, Izzy would have finished it. Uh, Perea was extremely rocked. So now, to be able to see it in the second round, and Izzy just land that big second strike, to be able to put the lights out, um, I mean, it's just crazy. And the UFC, 
um, after Izzy lost, immediately pulled him off and put Perea on the cover of UFC four. Um, and I mean that was that was that was short lived. It was about three months, and then Izzy knocked him out cold. Um, do I don't think you do. Do you have Izzy as a boom or yes. bust or anything? Okay, then I won't talk about it. Um, but yeah, so because I'm, I'm I'm assuming I know why. Yep. So yeah, you know why. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, you know, like we said, like we texted, and I texted before the fight started, just watching Izzy come out. Yeah, I was like, dude, he looks so fucking focused. I was like, this this is an Izzy that I have not seen in a very long time. Since he's gotten the belt. Yeah, and when he walked into the octagon, you just you see it, right? You know, normally he does this big theatrical thing when he comes out. Walking no, out. Yeah, he, he walked out, listened to his song, singing the lyrics every now and then, but just getting hyped within himself, and he entered the octagon, did his little walkabouts, and you could see that he was there and he was focused. Prey comes out, does his, you know, his iconic arrow while he screams, hey, I'm going to shoot you type of thing. Whoa. And then goes through, and what, uh, is this from Brazil? You racist? I'm yeah, shoot you. all right, dude. Don't cover up your racism, dude, <laughs> with my facts, okay? Um, and then Prey goes in, and I think I also texted in the group. He just looked, he looked sloppy. And after seeing the first fight, seeing him get rocked so bad from what didn't look to be very powerful strikes. Um, that was my biggest worry was that, dude, Pereira might just have a weak, weak chin. We talked about that where, like, Izzy didn't look like he was throwing, like, the hardest punches or anything. But we talked about that in that first fight, like, Pereira – well, going into that first fight, Pereira hasn't, hadn't really fought anybody huge yeah. in, the, in the UFC. And so it was like, well, yeah, he's, like, undefeated. He was 7-1. and one, And it was like – yeah, but he hasn't really fought anybody, and so like he hasn't been tested. He hasn't been hit with anything really hard. Yeah, we don't really know what his chin looks like. And then he fights Izzy, and he almost gets knocked out in the first fight, and then is able to recover because he has ridiculous power as well. Mm-hmm. And we know Izzy has power, right? Like that's the thing is like I think all through Izzy's career, it's been like that guy can fucking throw. Like he looks skinny, but he can yeah, drop people. And it's like unorthodox power yeah. where he's it comes out of nowhere he's stepping away but it's just he's picking his shots yeah yeah joe, joe rogan said it best dude he goes there's just some people that are able to produce power into their punches and kicks and some that are just big and they can hit hard he yeah. goes but power is different from hitting hard he goes and some people can just generate the power when you don't expect it yeah especially with Izzy's size yeah um and so we watched that first fight and it was like hey Pareda got rocked Multiple. It wasn't like one yeah, shot. No, it no. was like multiple rounds. Hard. He almost got knocked out. You know, and was able to recover enough because he would then land a shot and return on Izzy, or you know, he would just outlast. Like we talked about, end of the first round. There's five, ten more seconds. Izzy's winning the fight. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's able to just survive. He's able to land one in retaliation and keep going. You know, and in this one, it was just the overhand right. That he wasn't able to. It was an overhand right and then a left, either hook or straight, on the way down. That uh, didn't like wasn't the oh that's the one that knocked him out. I think he was already pretty much done. But that completely finished it off. It was like he's already probably lights almost all the way out. Yeah, maybe he could defend himself on his back. But landing that left on the way down, no way he's recovering. Yeah, then a hammer fist from fucking God. Like on the way yeah. on the ground, there was no way you're coming back from that. Um, unreal fight, yeah. No, no first no, no, round was electric, and, uh, we, and we texted about it. And uh, you know, we both said, like, this this is the Izzy that we love to see. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I was just happy to see that. I wanted to um, stay in this mindset, 
I think too many of these champions, Habib didn't do this, and that's why he won every fucking fight. Too many of these champions, I feel like, win the belt and then get solely focused on selling fights as a champion and being cocky. They they feel like they have to be cocky in their fights. And it's like, I don't give a shit. If you go out and dominate everyone you fucking fight, I do not care what your style is. Habib yeah. just went out and mauled every fucking person he fought. And he was like, I'm not trying to sell fights. I don't need to sell fights. I'm undefeated. No one's ever fucking touched me in the octagon. Put whoever you want in front of me. I'm going to completely destroy their ass. And I wish Usman would have done that with everyone that he was put in front of him. I hope that Izzy, there's going to be a trilogy. There's going to be a trilogy yeah. between him and him. Yeah, and Korea, it's, right? it's just you, you, when. The UFC throws out, you know, the kickboxing. Oh, they didn't throw it out because obviously that was the build up to this. But results wise, Pareto won by knockout. Izzy wins by knockout. They're going to do a trilogy. And there's no one else in middleweight that's going to get a title shot before a trilogy. It wouldn't sell as much. So, I mean, that's... Those well, you're going to give it to, like, what, Whitaker? Those are the articles that I've read is that it could be a Whitaker 3. Um, but a lot of people are saying that Izzy won the first fight if he didn't get knocked out. So it was it was him dominating that fight, and then him now he cold like, knocking he out like Perea. Three or four rounds going into the fifth. Exactly. Perea. That, that's what it they're was saying. domination. That's what they're saying, is that it's, it's pretty much two zip... If he didn't get caught, yeah. So they're saying, you know, hey, it is what it is. Like, you know, pre- I, I, yeah, so my, I, my favorite I thing is that it's the difference between kickboxing and mixed, mixed martial arts. Because Izzy dominated that first fight because it's mixed martial arts. See, you know, a lot of people though in their first kickboxing say that Izzy won, and then the second one he got knocked out cold, and then in the first UFC fight they say Izzy won, but he got knocked out, mm-hmm. and then in the, the second, second fight it knocks just, him out. Yeah. He knocks out Pereira. It, it, it's it's so crazy to me. Uh, Izzy obviously knows MMA better than Pareto. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just way more experienced. He's he was a champion before Pareto fought MMA. You know. Oh yeah, no yeah. You know, and, so it's and, it's levels to it. And Pareto's thirty five now, dude. And uh, I mean Izzy's only thirty three, but you start to see that mid to thirties, late to thirties, where and their chin. chin turns into glass. And Pareto's already looked like glass, and in they the fall first apart. Fight. Exactly. So and that's, now he's got knocked out. So I, th- I, I don't think Perea wins again. No. I, um, and Izzy did give him a shout out and say, "Hey, I'm glad that I lost to him because all it did was reignite a fire and make me a better fighter." He goes, and that's all I can ask for. He goes, you know, you have to learn from your losses and yada yada. yada. God, I hope he stays. All this that way. Of a, and that's I hope he that's dominates hope well. at the top of this weight class for a while. It it won't happen. Get him down to welterweight with Usman out. Let him fight Edwards because we talked about that for a while. Usman and it, or have Edwards move up, whatever it is. No, dude. If, if I don't it, think Edwards if, moves if, up. If, if Izzy so have Izzy move down, I think Izzy would. If Izzy oh, drops weight, Leon Edwards. Izzy dropping weight makes more sense than him trying to gain weight again because he wasn't able to do it the first time. Yeah. So him losing fifteen pounds to fight Leon Edwards, he'd destroy Edwards. Be, He's such a nasty. technical fighter. I think he'd destroy Leon Edwards. But I can see him. Being this, this is the, he said this is the greatest win of his career and the greatest win of his life. And he told, hey, I hope everybody in the world, if you're watching this, I hope you in your lifetime hit the peak happiness at like this at least once in your life. It was a great post fight message. No, no, it was. It was like, you can I do could see him, though, redeeming this haunting career that he has against Perea. I don't think it'll happen, but I could see him retiring after this fight and going to WWE. 
He loves the theatrics. He does. Love he it. loves WWE. He's extremely athletic. I I, I could see it WWE. where he goes there, makes a bunch of money while not having to risk his health anywhere you're, near as much. You're not risking nearly as yeah. much, absolutely. Like so. like you're, there's obviously a risk of injury, and it's more like WWE is more non-contact injury. Like there's obviously contact, but it's like if something someone goes tears wrong, a muscle, it's not like yeah. oh you got hit so hard you broke your jaw. It's no, like no, no, oh no. I tore my ACL. Yeah, because they're all my pec, for the most part you know? fake hits or hey I jumped off the they're turnbuckle and I shit. didn't rotate enough so I fucked up this and like they get injured, injured. But dude, but Pat McAfee jumps off of steel cages. Pat McAfee jumps off top rope onto the fucking ground. Dude, and does it only front hurts flips, for a couple of days, you know. Bro. And hey, he, and Pat City, thanks for the follow, and thanks for the first-time chat. I'm opening up my card shop at the end of September, beginning of October. Um, so I made a new account using my store name. Oh, Fuck Blaze. Yeah, okay, there we go. Hey, right on. Well, yeah, let us know when it goes live. Oh, we'll, we'll this definitely is the, check it out. Yeah, this is just from last week. This yeah, 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 yeah. Let us yeah. know when you open it up and everything, man. We'll check it out, man. So Arizona boy. Yeah. Well, so uh, we, we can buy something and like show it off on stream or oh, something. absolutely. Or, yeah, you know, Pat is we, fucking insane. So, yeah, the card itself was... He's good. Pretty good. Um, obviously, Kevin Holland fight was amazing. Rob fight, Rob Font fight was great. Gilbert Burns dominated like we wanted, or like we expected. Twisties. And Izzy. We just got the last one, please. Izzy does what we expected, I think. Um, but it was an expectation, but I didn't have a lot. Like, I, I don't know how to word it. I expected it to happen. I had a little bit of confidence in it. You know he's skilled enough to do just, it. You know in the back of your mind, like, he's already been knocked out. It could happen again. He's lost to this guy three times. It's just there in the back of your mind. Because Perea's got power that's but, undeniable. Oh, he walks in. What do they fight at? 185? 185. And he walks in. Joe Rogan like, says he's like 225 yeah. when he walks in. How you gain 40 pounds in a day? I don't know. Well, dude, just... But the, it's the I weight, know it's the weight cut. Yeah. Like, like but you take two gulps of water and you 40, get five pounds back. 40 pounds. <laughs> Is fucking ridiculous. Seven days. It's fucking crazy. A lot of time to eat. What do you mean seven days? Because they do weigh-ins, and it's a... Uh, oh, no, no. I'm the sorry. next day they fight. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, 40 pounds in a day. You know, I thought it was crazy, but he does walk in at 225. When you look at him compared to other middleweights, like, he's fucking huge. Yeah. And the power behind it. If you're fighting... Say yeah. say the other fighters gain twenty pounds. He still has twenty pounds on everybody yeah, in the I, fucking office. I saw that him and Izzy were both six four, and when they were standing next to Dan Mergliata, who was the mm. the judge, which wasn't Goddard, which blew me away. You see him standing side by side, and I mean, clear as day, Preya is two to three inches taller than Izzy. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know if it's because he's slouching or what, but you it's, look and it's like, it's like, it's like the it's like when KD the KD's six nine. And Demarcus Cousins is seven foot, and there's pictures of them on Team USA together, and Katie's taller than Demarcus Cousins, and it's like, okay, Katie's not six nine, then. yeah, <laughs> like, um, yes, yeah, uh, well, I, I will refer to you as Sun City uh, from now on, Blaze, but yeah, no, you I'm just gonna call you Blaze, follower for life, but <laughs> I will refer to you now as Sun City Blaze, <laughs> yeah, Sun City Blaze, dude, Sun City Blaze for twenty. Make sure you tune in next week. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, we, we love seeing you here, man. Thank thank you for, for supporting us. Uh, but yeah, this UFC 287, fantastic card overall, you know. Um, love seeing Izzy get the dub. I hope it's Izzy, the same Izzy from this fight going forward. Um, I would have to expect a parade of three. 
before a Whitaker three because it would sell more. One million percent. So uh, that's the only reason why I think it would happen. Raffle, just seeing your comments, my guy. Uh, sorry, but he was saying going back to back consecutive holes, hole in ones. They said that the odds were like one in seventeen million. Um, sure, getting a hole in one is probably you know pretty high. Let alone doing it back to back. Um, he also said real shit. I'm trying to go to the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on my bucket list. Yeah, I don't even really well, we support horse about, racing, but I I need to go to Kentucky we Derby in my life. Waste management, got to go. Dude, we got. Like I want to go down to Vegas and to like one of the big sports books, and then just bet on horses all day and get drunk and just fucking slap my ass like, come on, come on. you know, we'll buy a whip. That'd be, that'd be fucking legendary. We'll do yeah, it. no, we'll I'm do down, it. dude. You just let um, me know when. I'll, I'll I really wanted to go down this year to Vegas for the F1 because um, they're hosting it, but it's so just the Grand Prix. yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just not. It's gonna be I got too much going on. We can stay at my family's house. I'll be on couches. I don't know if your family wants me. There. No, they'll be fine. Trust me. They, dude, I listen. Brittany and I talk about this all the time. I'm very high in my family's eyes. I could do no wrong. So you guys can come and they'll just be like. Logan's got friends. Hey, you then can come. Gonna come out and I'm just gonna be like, dude, you. Uh, I'm just gonna have like twisty running down my naked. He chest just said, couch. "quote unquote," you could come. Whoa, nice, booming boys. Whoa, uh, raffle. Yes, do same. Do the same thing, Tim. Just at the derby, in like a baby blue suit with a top hat. Oh yeah, the Kentucky Derby is no, like high class. It has to be a top hat, dude. I, it's I'm high definitely, class I'm definitely bringing a cane. <laughs> yes, uh, come on my eyes every every day. Absolutely. All right. Anything else Yo, in there? Hey, hey, Sun City Sports, though. That's a good name. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's all there is with UFC. Jumping over to XFL. Oh, yeah. We haven't okay. really talked about it too real often, quick, guys. Real quick, uh, what, who do you guys think you're making a surprise run in the uh, NBA? We can get more into it later. But Someone say that? Quick option, yeah, Sun City. Where was that? Oh, I missed that. Um, Make a surprising playoff run. Um the Suns because they're a four seed. No, but, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't consider that surprising. They're a four seed. You did say that you don't see one through three winning at all. So uh, hmm? you said that you didn't see one through three going far at all in the West. So when did you I if, I did, if I did, last week. if I did pick one, I would pick. I'll, I'll go with the Warriors. Going I was going to say Warriors. I I don't I don't remember saying that, but I won't deny it. I don't think the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, or the Kings are I th- that good. Yeah, yeah, because I'm pretty sure you said one through three would lose to the Suns. All right. Oh, they would. Yeah. So They'd that, also probably lose to the So Clippers. that's what I'm saying is I don't They'd think – probably also I don't lose the, to the Lakers. Okay, but that's – yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I don't think no, you're taking the Suns going – Yeah, dude, we're down by 11. Give it another two and a half Yeah, quarters. we're down by eight. Give it two and a half quarters. <laughs> you guys will be fine. Um, but, yeah, so that's why I don't consider the Suns a hot take because um, you saw them taking out one through three anyway. Um, I will say Warriors. Um, I know they've been terrible on the road, but you can't rule them out in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just they perform. Uh, the Lakers, if they're able to keep this momentum of being the hot team um, going, then hey, I think we have a really solid chance. But I, I don't know, dude. I just I, I'm, I'm I'm too riddled with injuries now. The Lakers, someone's always getting injured. Um, so I don't know that that one worries me, but yeah, I, I would I would probably say uh, Golden State as well. Okay. Uh, back to the XFL. Yes, thank you, Sun City. Um, yeah. So back to XFL. Uh, nothing too crazy of an update, guys. Um, but playoffs are in right now. Like they haven't started yet, but they're they're coming down. We're coming, to up. It. We're coming up. And in the North Division, the DC Defenders have clinched. Uh, the record is seven and one, so it makes total sense. 
Um, but also in the South Division, the Houston Roughnecks. I don't remember going over that team. The South sucks. Let's get that. Let's get one no, thing yeah, straight. They clinched with sucks. five and three, dude. Having these divisions with uh, here's the thing: eight teams having divisions, bullshit. Bullshit. Yes. <laughs> and I know that we went Why over. We went over four divisions north. last time. Why is Missouri in the north? Yeah. Why is Vegas in the north? You know they haven't really like I get it hashed Every, out some things, right? We have yeah, three yeah, teams hey, in they're Texas. They're still working it out. There's three teams in Texas. They're all in the south. <laughs> okay, that makes that's sense. the number one. Well, it makes sense. That's the number one problem with these divisions. Orlando's in the south. Again, that's probably the most southern team in the whole yeah. league. I'm okay with that. So anybody, why have, are there three teams? Because there's only eight teams. No, so get rid of the divisions and just give me the top four or top yeah top four teams. Yeah, but that's not how sports work. Houston gotta have divisions. Number one in the South, tied with a third place team in the North. Yeah, last place in the North, tied for uh, second to last in the South. Third place in the South. You know, you should probably just make it the North. Yeah, here in the South. Yeah, I agree with that. Texas and Florida, dude, get them out of here. They don't want to be part of the country, anyways. <laughs> that's true. Uh, with that being said, too, in the North Division. Uh, so, D.C. Defenders did clinch. However, the Vegas Vipers have been eliminated. Dude, I'm not surprised. Vegas um, sucks. And then in the south... Minus 42. With the Houston Roughnecks clinching. Okay. The Orlando Guardians. Minus 79. That's bad. The Orlando yeah, that's Guardians. rough, dude. They won, rough. they won a game by one point and then lost every other game by However, though, in the north, we have the St. Louis Battlehawks at 6-2. and two. Right behind them is the Seattle Sea Dragons oh. at five and three. No one wants to be the number one overall. No, Battlehawks no. need to win this next to. game, and I'm huh. pretty sure they clinch. We'll be in um, at that two seed for the North, What's and then it's gonna be the same thing with the Arlington Renegades. I don't know how they haven't clinched it, um, but I'm pretty sure if they win this next one, they also clinch. There's two games left, so I think it's San Antonio. They must have some type of tie okay. Over. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so that is it then. Um, yeah, so St. Louis Battlehawks, dude. We need you guys to. Pull through and clinch that one. And then Arlington Renegades, I'd rather see you guys in there than San Antonio. I'm just going to say it. Uh, you know, so it'd be awesome if it was D.C. Defenders and St. Louis Battlehawks. Well, I just don't like and the Brahmas. Yeah. Brahmas is a weird name. I remember we went through all the divisions and we, you know, we picked our favorite team in each do. one. I don't. No, there's four. That's why I don't understand these playoffs. No, no, there's two divisions. No, I remember us going through four divisions though when we there each were two picked no, our favorite. No, 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 that, that, that was that was that was a different sport. That was like lacrosse or something. No, 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 it was it XFL. XFL. It was XFL. No, it wasn't. Maybe it was. No, it was a frisbee. USFL? Frisbee golf. Oh, it was frisbee golf. It was frisbee golf. It was golf. ultimate frisbee. Yeah, or uh, ultimate frisbee. That's what it was. It was. Dude. It was. It was. It was. It was. Why do you try to do that? Where you just like have to like you have to be right. You one of those people. You literally just did that to me though. I yeah, but Tim was right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I thought I and I thought I was right, dude. Um, yeah, okay, that makes sense then because I do not remember the I Houston knew Roughnecks. Were wrong, dude. Dude, there's only eight teams. That's why oh, I was like, there's confused. two teams in each division. That's weird. That's why I was so confused. <laughs> Every division winner gets in. <laughs> but yeah, so that makes sense why I don't remember the Houston Roughnecks. I was like, because I would have picked them my, as my favorite in the South. The Roughnecks is a great name. Yeah, it's better <laughs> than Renegades, Brahmas, and Guardians. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, guys, other than that, that wraps it up for this week's sports news that you did not know that you cared about. Love it. All right, are we doing uh, basketball or hockey first? I had NBA as my next one, but it doesn't yeah. matter to me. Let's show them in basketball. All right. So we're going to be previewing 
I took my notes yesterday and drive up. Okay. Um, took my notes yesterday and drive up. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow and Wednesday. Maybe I'm doing mock draft stuff, but uh, we'll kick it off with NBA. Obviously, we had the first game of the play-ins, uh, first two games playing tonight. Heat lose to the Hawks, so the Hawks lock in the seven seed. Lakers and Timberwolves playing right now for the seven seed in the West. Down by four. Down by four, but there's a lot of time left. No, yeah, we were just down by eleven. Tomorrow so we have the nine ten games in both the East and the West. So Bulls play the Raptors, Thunder play the Pelicans, and then on Friday we get uh, the actual game for the eight seed in both conferences. Yeah. So it sets up as of right now, knowing we know the East except for the eight seed. I don't really think it's going to matter. Um, Bucks have the one seed. Celtics have the two. Sixers at three. Cavs at four. Knicks at five. Nets at six. Hawks at seven. And then it will be either the Heat or the winner of the Raptors Bulls game at eight. In the yeah. West, Nuggets at one. Grizzlies at two. Kings at three. Suns at four. Clippers five. Warriors six. Lakers Timberwolves playing right now for the seven. Uh, loser will be playing the winner of Pelicans and Thunder for the eight seed. It was so funny. No, because I just I love it because he's got like a fourteen hundred dollar laptop. I can't work on it exactly. <laughs> I know, and that's why I laugh because you come out with the fucking baby blue book, and I love it to death because you handwrite your fucking notes while you're working, and it's absolutely baller, and I love it. All right, NBA. We'll start with the East because we know a little bit more. Yes. Uh, so first round matchups, Bucks versus either the Heat, the Winners, Raptors, Bulls. Um, don't they sweep them? Bucks in four. Yeah, yeah. Bucks in yeah, four. Yeah, it doesn't matter who, who they play. Doesn't matter. Uh, next matchup is going to be Celtics versus the Hawks. Celtics in four. Celtics in four. I had Celtics Heat and I had Celtics in five, but with the Hawks, it's Celtics in four. Sixers Nets. Sixers in two. I think the Nets in give two? up after two. Yeah. They just withdraw. They, with, they, they, they withdraw. withdraw. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They go, man, Ben Simmons ain't doing it. And they withdraw. Unless, like, the Nets get, like, really hot and just start draining a bunch of threes one game, I could see no, maybe the yeah, Nets I mean, up. I'm going Sixers in four as well. Lakers jump by one by now. Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, the chances of there being three sweeps is pretty much nothing. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. But. I, I've got three sweeps going. <laughs> I got Sixers and six. Oh. And I don't think. Tell, tell us why. Why do you think the, that you the guys Nets, the Nets pick up when they had the trio, dude? Yeah, it's the Sixers. They got nothing. It's the Sixers. Yeah, Embiid. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I think the Sixers will drop a game at home. Is that win. a moleskin notebook? It says notebook. <laughs> Check the inside. Does it wow. say what it's made out of? This notebook belongs to. Okay. Why, do you, why doesn't it say Logan? What's the back? What what's about the back, the back page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spice box books. Spice box book. Horseshoe uh, way. It's made of horse skin. Ah, not a mole skin. It's horse skin. Apparently. Gotcha. An imprint of Spice Box. Awful big moleskin notebook guy, huh? What? <laughs> I got no idea. That's made even... out of horse skin? Well, it's f- the company is on Horseshoe Way, so there's no way it's not made from horse skin. Dude. And Raffle thought it was moleskin, dude. 
Not completely. How many off. moles would that be? Three. This three yeah. horses. This three moles. One eighth. Oh no! Yeah. No. Yeah. One fifteenth. Yeah, that's the calf. Yeah. Of a horse. You can make so many more notebooks. <laughs> than a horse. But so yours is cheaper than a moleskin. Yeah, but Raffle only buys moleskin notebooks. So. Ayo Bods, okay. dude. Ayo Bods. Suslick. I like it. Love it. Okay. Uh, so I have the Sixers in six because I just don't trust the Sixers. They are the better team, but the Nets have been playing very hot. Michael yeah. Bridges is very. Michael, Michael Bridges has played 83 games this year. Granted, he played four seconds in the 83rd game, um, and then they subbed him out. But it counts. Okay? He started. Played four seconds, they pulled. What is that? Okay, I don't understand that. What does that mean? 83 games. So he, he there's so 82, 82 in the season. games in the season, but he got traded from the Suns to the Nets. <laughs> okay. The Nets had played oh, okay. one last game. I, I, yeah, that wasn't yeah. registering how that it's was possible wild, in my head. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he also has started or has played in like 350 games to start his career. He hasn't missed a game since he started playing in the NBA. Wow. It's ridiculous. If he needed to, he would have played the whole game. Um, Sixers are going to win, but I think they drop a game in Philly and win two in Brooklyn because the Sixers just never make any sense. So I think they win six, but not in Philly. They'll win in Brooklyn. They only need to win four, though. You said that you think they'd win six. They drop one. And they win, win in two. Six. Yeah, but you said it's just six just now. Six out of eight. <laughs> yeah, but you said they would drop one at home and then win two away. Yeah. To win in six in Brooklyn. Yeah, but I don't think you're thinking about it right. Okay, so... No, no, no. He's thinking about it right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember my head. Okay, so yeah, Sixers and six. I thought we were both fucking with I know, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sixers and six. I I started out, and then when you started fucking with him, I was like, Kyle, you're an idiot, dude. (laughs) 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 I was riding your coattail, man, dude. Uh, all right, and then uh, Sun City says, I think really think the Sixers uh, and the Celtics are going to give the Bucks one hell of a challenge, to be honest, probably in the Sixers or Celtics to make it out of the Eastern Conference. I, I, I hope agree. it's the Sixers, and we've talked about this. Uh, Ruffle, <laughs> it's nothing against you guys. I just think you guys in the playoffs, just lose <laughs> games you should have. You, have. you lose games you have no business losing. Dude. So you'll lose a game in Philly, and then you'll win two in Brooklyn somehow. Dude, between this and week and last week, Ruffle's hating you, dude. Okay, we're going to get there in a second, Sun City. Uh, next series, Cavs Knicks. I got the Cavs in five. I've got the Cavs in uh, six. I'll, I, I'll take I'll take Knicks in six, dude. Dumbass. Uh, yeah, dude. Eh, I predicted the exact final and winner of last year, but no big deal. Yeah, not this year though. Uh, and then the year before that, you took Lakers and Heat, dude. <laughs> Mine wasn't I, I as ballsy been, as you, dude, but I haven't been right once. Uh, no, you haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't. Dude, LeBron, that's a great finish. You guys didn't even watch it. Some Lakers fans. Uh, I was watching you spill twisted everywhere. I didn't spill anywhere. I spilled in the can. All right, so what's the next one? <laughs> Who, who's playing the Celtics? Whoever is against them in four. Listen, Cavs in five. <laughs> they have two bigs. Knicks have none. It's Julius Randle. Doesn't count as a big. He shoots like top five most threes in the league. Makes plenty of them. No, he doesn't make enough. Oh, he he was in a three-point contest, and he made like four out of he 25. How many could you make? Me? I could make at least five. No. Out of, out of 27 three-pointers, I can make at least five. Um. Anyways. God, I think they match up better. I love the Knicks' youth, especially at guard. I think their guard play is better. Um, I think that Quicken Loans is going to be rocking 
games three and four. No, games one and two. Yeah. Games one and two, Quicken Loans going to be rocking. There's no way they drop a game at home. And I think they get game four in New York and then take game five at home. Yeah, I agree with you, Sun City. Six or seven? It could be. I just have zero faith in the Knicks. It's I think like, Cavs win one, Knicks win one. Knicks, in, in Cleveland? Knicks win the third game, lose the fourth game, and then win out. The Knicks win six. out? Yep. Okay. All right, next round. <laughs> dude, if that happens, Kay. I get a handy, dude. <laughs> Timmy, you have Bucks, you have Cavs, or the Knicks? Cavs. So you have Bucks, Cavs? Yeah. Who you got? Bucks in five. Okay. Kyle, you got Bucks, Cavs, or Knicks? You got Knicks. Yeah, yeah, Bucks I got Knicks. I Bucks and Bucks and four. Yeah, easily. They swooped the Knicks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got Bucks and Cavs. I got Bucks and six. Um, winning in Cleveland, I think they win their three games at home to start the series, and then they're up three two, and they take Game Six in Cleveland. Uh, next series, Celtics Sixers for all of us. Oh, yeah, we all have that. Um, I have Celtics in five. Love that. I've got Celtics in seven. So I would I would take seven. I like that. Um, if it wasn't the Sixers, they just know how to lose to us. So they'll get a game at home. That's why I took we'll, we'll, we'll go up 2-0 after the first two games. We'll drop game three in Philly. We'll win game four in Philly. We'll be up 3-1. They'll be demoralized. They'll quit, and we'll win game five. <laughs> they'll be in absolute shambles. They will. Joel Embiid's going to punch a wall, break his hand. And we'll win by 70. Okay, so we all have Celt- Celtics and Bucks. We all have Celtics Bucks. What do you have then? Celtics and seven. Yep. 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 Celtics and seven. It's going to be a tough series, but we're going to take it. Uh, Aobods, uh, <laughs> in depth on the butt fumble. Uh, what it's short and long term cons- We can do that. We, we can absolutely do We can absolutely do that, Aobods. Um, probably like middle playoffs for NBA NHL when there's like not a lot going on. We can definitely go in depth on that. We're not going to do it right now though. Uh, dude, it probably will. It probably would hurt. I'm going to sit all day tomorrow though. So it won't really affect me. Dude, AOBods. Two cents. Two cents, baby. Thank you, AOBods. So we all have the Celtics walking out of And then Sun City did say Cavs will take it in uh, six or seven against the the Knicks. Yeah. Just to include him. AOBods, another two bits. I was was in in a sausage contest today. Today, first two were mid, mid, mid. But as I put the last one in my mouth, it started to grow. Mm, Okay. I got it was you. It was you. It started to grow. I looked up. You you started at me while I inhaled your sausage. I don't know. (laughs) This seems like a fan fiction. Yeah. Was that auto text? Is that Fifty Shades of Grey? What was that? The you only eating three sausages in a sausage. That's a fucking fat bust, bro. Is a big bust. I can eat at least eighteen. Um, in a contest, W fanfic, it's fair, AOBods. Uh, we do find a way to let bitch ass, bitch ass Al Horford shoot like 87% from three, so we probably will lose. That's fair. Al Horford, great shooter. Yeah. Especially as a big, uh, he's shooting like over 40% from deep. I'm sure he'll have a great fucking game. Sun City and Bede going to have one game in that series to triple double 40 plus points. Not, uh, I think he'll absolutely have a great series because it's going to be Rob Williams, Al Horford. Like, he's going to have a good game, but at the same time, it's not going to be enough to carry us to carry them through. Uh, okay, let's move on to the West. Yep, 
like I said, waiting for Kyle to get back. Nuggets 1, Grizzlies 2, Kings 3, Suns 4, Clippers 5, Warriors 6. Lakers, Timberwolves playing right now for the 7 seed. Uh, Let's assume Lakers win. Okay. That's my assumption. I don't care they're losing by 6 right now. I trust them to win this game. Uh, 9-10, Pelicans, Thunder. I have the Pelicans winning that game. Uh, And then I have the Pelicans beating the Timberwolves. Yeah. And being the 8 seed. Okay. So let's roll off that assumption. Okay. Nuggets, Pelicans to start off the Western Conference. Nuggets in six. I have Nuggets in five. Okay. No Zion. Yeah. I, it's Nuggets in five. They have no one to match up with Jokic. All right. I'll take, you know, I'll change my Nuggets in five. That makes more sense. Nuggets depth. If Zion was there, Pelicans in six. Yeah. But no. <laughs> I don't know about that. Dude, you know, Zion averaged probably like 24. You throw a 24-point-per-game starter back into that lineup, I think Pelicans win that series. He just can't stay healthy, dude. I was talking to Brittany about this. He's got to lose weight, man. He's got to lose weight. I love the guy so much. I I 100% love Zion. He's like my second favorite player in the NBA behind Jason Tatum. And I just wish he would lose like 20 pounds. Yeah. And he'd be great. He would be healthy. But instead, he's like, no, I need to play at 250. Not really, but you know. Uh, and just put extra stress on my knees. He has a pulled hamstring that's kept him out for f- like 40 games. You can't do that. That's Raffle? No. You don't understand the dick riding I do for Duke players. I was going to say, he's a big Duke fan. I, guy. Will, I will fuck any Duke player for, you know, a lot. Of, <laughs> you know. Uh, anyways. I'm by 11 at halftime all of a sudden. Eh, you'll be fine. Um, Zion That's comes back. Zion comes back. That, Pel- that Pelicans team with Zion had like the best record in the West. Yeah. You know, and then since he's been out, they've dropped all the way to a playing team. Like, if he were to be here, I would take them. But he's not, and he won't be, and he won't be back till yeah. next season, and I hope he loses some weight. Which, which matchup is this? The first one. Nuggets, Pelicans. We, we have... We, we are assuming some things here. We're assuming the Pelicans beat the Thunder... And then also okay. beat the Timberwolves. And the to Lakers. Make it in. Yeah, and the and Lakers, Lakers win this game. get seven. Lakers are seven. Okay. And Pelicans at eight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Who do you have winning the series? Uh, between Pelicans and Thunder? Pelicans, Nuggets. Oh, Nuggets. Yeah, I love Kyrie as a basketball player. Off the court? Yeah, but I'll, I'll take. I'll take Nuggets in five. Um, I don't right. think that's, yeah, I that's don't think they'll, Tim also has. I don't think they sweep just because it's the Nuggets and the, the, the Pelicans get always, a game at home. Yeah, they always lose. Brandon Ingram will go for 40. Yeah. And they'll get a game. All right, next series Grizzlies Lakers. Got Lakers in six. I'm going to take Lakers in seven. Like I have six because they win at home and they get one in Memphis. I was about to say, we don't have home, so I was going to take them in six. They'll, they'll win a game. In Memphis, whether it's two or five, I don't know. But they'll win one of those games and then finish off at home. Uh, they just, just no, I, no I, answer I, yeah. for Braun. Because I told you guys I'm going to send a letter to Memphis yes. News yeah. that uh, uh, Morant beat somebody. Yeah, Jaron Jackson, Anthony Davis would be a great matchup. Oh, did you guys see the video? What video? Of the kid claiming that he got oh, jumped Oh, I saw it. Yeah, Jim when Morant. he told the, the, the cop to check up, that was great. 
Yeah. He rolled a basketball to the cop, and he was like, "This is how this is how we do it on the in the streets. Like, check up, and like threw the ball at the cop. <laughs> the cop was like, "I don't yeah. know what's happening here." <laughs> yeah, and then he said that the fucking rat started God, wailing dude. on him, and all of a sudden his friends jumped in, and it was like an official police report. Yeah, it was like from the body cam of the cop. Yeah. Uh, anyways, ranting some shit. Kyle and I agree. Lakers in six. Timmy's got him in seven. A little tougher, but I like it. Next matchup: Kings Warriors. I got Warriors in six again. Win one in sack. Not games one or two. They're winning games f- three through six. They're going to go down 2-0, and they're going to win three through six. I'm going to take the Warriors in six as well. I like you picking that 4-0 run at the end. They're going to go down 2-0 because Sacramento is going to be fucking rocking the first two games. Yeah, Nick, bud, I I hope the Kings win. No, you don't. But I've been, I, 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 I do. hope they win two games. If you no. hope they win, then pick them. No, I, ho- I hope they win, but I've been giving shit all season, and I think the Warriors sweep them. But I'll, I'll say Warriors in six because it kind of has a sweep in it. It does have a sweep in it. Four and oh. Yeah. It, the <laughs> thing is, they're going to win the first two games at home, I think, just off shooting, off crowd, the atmosphere. I went to the Sacramento game. The It was, it was fucking – It was great. Were you repping Celtics? Yeah. And I was in a – and, like, my section, like, didn't – it had, like, a good amount of Celtics fans in it. And there were a good amount of Celtics fans, like, in the bottom section, too. Um but it got loud when, like, we were shooting free throws. We went on our run, whatever. But it was one of my favorite things. Whenever Keegan Murray makes a shot, the commentator, like, the, the play-by-play guy, he just yells, Keegan, and then everyone in the crowd yells, Murray, and it's great, and I love it. And I was like, I, like the first time they did it, I looked at Brittany, and I was like, that's fantastic. Dude, respect to you for being able to... I was like, credit, I was dude. like, that's great. I I love this so much. I love being at an actual NBA game. Um, so they're going to win games one and two. They'll make threes, whatever. It's going to go back to, to what was it Sac- San Francisco now? I think they're in San Francisco. Yeah. They're going to win games three and four. They'll go back to Sacramento. They'll win game five, and they'll go back three two, and they're not losing at home in game six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next series, uh, last one: Suns Clippers. I've got the Suns in six. I got the I got the Suns in five. I have the Suns in seven. I truly think this series will be the best series in the West in the Western Conference, and the only one that's going to rival it in the in the playoffs is going to be Bucks Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, every this is going to be KD versus Kawhi. Paul George, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, uh, and like Zubach and Plumlee. Like the Clippers have depth. The Celtics have more. Or, sorry, the Clippers have more star power. As far as like Kawhi, PG, Russ, um, the, the yeah. depth of the Clippers is better. I just don't see him beating KD. KD remaining undefeated, not gonna happen. No, absolutely. But not. being eight and zero, I think they win the two at home. I think they snag one on the road, and I think they close it at home in five. Yeah. I I just think it's going to be the home team winning. And even if they if, even if a team steals a game, the other team will get it back. If the Clippers get one in Phoenix, Phoenix will answer, or vice versa. Um, it's going to be such a fucking great series. I hate that they ended up being 4-5 because the Clippers just took half the year off by not playing Kawhi. They would be the two-seed. If Kawhi played all season, yeah, um, yeah, and it sucks, but 
is what it is. I do think the series is going to be fantastic. I can't wait for Katie versus Kawhi for an entire series. We'll see if Paul George shows up. I think he maybe he, he, he will this year. But the Clippers also have depth. Russ behind Terrence Mann. Bones Highland off the bench. Plumlee and Zubach down low. Nicholas Batum at the four. They have depth. They have a great all-around team. The Suns, it's KD, Booker, CP, and Aiton. And after that, they got nothing. I think over the course of seven-game series, they can still win. But there's going to be at least three games the Clippers can get there. Um, that All right, that sets up. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. All right, I'm back. We're fine. Uh, that sets up next round. Okay. Nuggets, Suns. No, Nuggets, yeah, Suns. Yeah, I've got the Suns in five. Okay. Nuggets, Suns as well, right? You had Nuggets in five. It wasn't... You had Nuggets in six? Or you had... Wait. Is that just the way the bracket works? Or they play yeah. below a seed? No, it's it's one verse eight, four verse five, three verse six, two verse seven. Okay, so they play each other no matter what. Yeah, it doesn't matter okay, seeding. so Nuggets, Suns... Yeah, I'm going to go... I'll go Suns in six. They win it at home. I have I have the same thing. No answer for KD. I yeah. love Michael Porter Jr. He's not stopping KD. Um, Aiton and Jokic. Jokic will win that matchup. Nuggets will get a couple games at home. But I think Nuggets get game one at home. Suns take game two, three, four. Drop five, get six. Win at home. Uh, real quick. I'm going with the twisted. Got any left in there? Oh, of course I do. Only two, though. Got an extra one? Yeah. That's the last one? I can finish with my name. I should probably stop drinking, but I'll finish with my name. Um, finish what? Finish with the high noon. Oh, no, they're, they're gone. <sighs> All right, I guess I got to take shots. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um... I'll go get the bottle of vodka. Yeah. All right, real quick. Go back to the chat. Sun City. My heart wants to say Memphis, but realistically, they don't have the veterans and playoff experience that Lakers have, and that type of shit matters in the playoffs. It does. Memphis, very inexperienced, very uh, young and immature, and I don't think it's going to help. It's going to hinder them in the playoffs. Where, where was Memphis last year in the in – the They were like a three or four seed. They were the one seed? I think so. Yeah, right, and they got bounced in the first round? I don't remember if it was first. I think – they lost to the Warriors. I don't remember. Um, in the second round. Yes. Uh, Raffle. Sixers have a brickin' for chicken promo with Chick-fil-A. Opposing team makes two free throws in a row. They give away free nuggets. Win to Sacramento. Same thing with Crumble. Uh, if uh, opposing team misses two consecutive free throws, people get free Crumble cookies. Uh, one free chocolate chip cookie. Uh, Jason Tatum missed his first two free throws. It was the first possession for the Celtics. He got fouled. He missed both free throws. Immediately, everyone got free cookies. Uh, and then they released, they just dropped uh, like a plush, you know, like a squeeze cookie uh, on the little parachute. And Brittany caught one, and the guy like two seats next to her got the parachute and just ripped it out of her hands. And then he gave it back to Brittany. Okay, I'm going to say, Brittany, fat bust. No, no, no. She, she caught the cookie and was like, you got the parachute, asshole. And he was like, you're right. He, she didn't say that, but she was like, this fucking guy. Uh, and then he just gave her the cookie. And I was like, that's fair. 
we couldn't redeem it because it's only in like the California area. Yeah. So I was like, we we can't redeem this. But now we just have a plush cookie on a parachute in our house. That's dope, though. It's great. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, uh, I've been to one UNR basketball game. And it was UNR versus UNLV. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. We beat them by like 15. Wasn't close. But, you know, I'm 1-0 one, one oh, going to my UNR games. Um, if anybody misses two free throws... Jack in the box gives out free jumbo jacks. Dude, it was the same thing. Same at, thing with Aces and that happened. It was the same thing at Reno. Uh, what was it? Eighteen fucking whatever. Eighteen sixty eight. Yeah, it, it was the same thing. It was like Reno gets. Dude, thir- we're gonna go to some of those games. Yes, uh, I will get a tickets for those. Soccer. As well. Yeah, They're, they don't exist anymore. Eighteen sixty four. I think it's eighteen sixty. It's eighteen sixty four. They don't exist anymore. They don't. Really? I'm pretty sure. That makes sense. I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. Yeah, but they would do the same thing. It was like if they shoot thirteen times, everyone gets a free Jack in the Box like cheeseburger. Yeah, dude, and it, and was, it was like thirteen uh, shots. If you're losing by six, just shoot the ball. Give me a free cheeseburger. Yes, you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I love crowd when, went wild. I love when teams do this. Absolutely, Raffle gets pretty wild. Fan got ejected for heckling earlier this year because of it. Don't eject him. That guy wants a free Chick Fil A sandwich. You give him a. Even if he makes both free throws, give him a free Chick Fil A sandwich. That guy is doing more than <laughs> for most the community. Of the team. Yeah, he's it's for the sixty thousand people in the arena. There's right. no sixty thousand people, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but even yeah. then, you don't even have to be at the game. You'd be watching it and be yeah. like, "Oh fuck! All right, cool. I'm going Jack in the box." Yeah. And uh, Raffle can't recall why you commented that. Probably because we were just talking about like the Kings' home court advantage and like You're a lot wrong. of teams' home court advantage. All right. Anyways, La- uh, second. Semi-final in the West. Uh, I have Warriors-Lakers. Do you have the Warriors being the Grizzlies? No, sorry. Warriors being the Kings? Yeah. And you have Lakers being the Grizzlies? Yeah. So you have the same thing? You have the same thing. Okay. Warriors-Lakers. Warriors, Warriors Lakers. I got Warriors. No, I'm sorry. I got Lakers in seven. I got Lakers in seven again, dude. Dude. They're grinding this, this one out. Back-to-back seven-game series. Yeah. It's going to be tough, but they're going to do it. I, I don't want to take them in five, so I'll take them in seven. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going to win it on the road. So I think they win it back at home. In in seven instead of five, which would also be on the road. Lakers in six. <laughs> <laughs> Lakers in six. All right, there we go. Uh, so they'll get one in Golden State. Either yes. one, two, or five. Yeah. That's fair. Sets Oof. up. I think we all have the same finals then. Where yeah. East West Conference Finals, Suns, Lakers. Sorry, guys. I'm going to go with the Suns in... Fuck it, dude. Lakers yeah, in dude. seven. Yeah, dude. dude. Lakers in seven. I was like, hold on. I was like, hold on. You can't pick anybody other than the I Lakers. I never do, you know? <laughs> I got I got the Suns in seven. Sure. You know, it's, 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 it's a good pick. Matchup, You've got Suns and Celtics, and I do like that. Um, and I have got the Lakers and Celtics. See, it was good last year because the Lakers didn't make it, so I didn't have to choose against yeah. them. So I've got Lakers and Celtics, dude, in the final. Yeah. Okay. I love that. That would be a great finals. We, I would be here or at yours every game. Yeah, I think. Or you guys come to my place. I think LeBron bends over Tatum and makes him his little baby, and it's going to be Lakers and six. That's hilarious. Um, no, it is hilarious because it's not going to happen. It's going to be Celtics in four, but I'm going Lakers in six. I, I, I was going to say, I was going to say Celtics in five. <laughs> I have Celtics in five. Yeah, I have Celtics in five. I, I, I can know. see it. I can see it. Celtics I know. In <laughs> so I want to. I like. Obviously, I, I think we're going to do this again once it's the official 
bracket and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll and, we'll, do and, and we'll do our actual legit picks. Um, but yeah, as of right now, Lakers in seven. That's my legit pick. Yeah, I, I Lakers in six. Lakers in six. I think the Lakers beat the Nuggets. Lakers in three, we would forfeit. Maybe. Lakers in six. Who knows, Raffle? We might just forfeit in the finals. Call it. If we're down 3 0. If we're down 3 0, call it quits. Everyone's hurt. Call it quits. Yeah. So, um, NHL. It's not happened yet. We don't know no, the full yeah. I have projections. I got to piggy, though. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, like the, uh, the Eastern Conference is set. The Metropolitan is still up in the air a little bit. Um, and, I mean, every, everything else is pretty much in locked in. Um, so, we have in the Eastern Conference, in the Atlantic, we got Bruins, Maple Leafs, Lightning. They all clinched. Metropolitan, we got Hurricanes, Devils. Rangers, they all clinched. We're just waiting on the Islanders-Penguins. What? We're just waiting on the Islanders-Penguins. Yes, so the wild card, Panthers already locked in the number one for the number one wild card, and then Islanders and Penguins playing for that one, and they've both played 81 games. It's coming down to this next game. If Islanders win, they've got it. If the Islanders tie and Pittsburgh wins... It's going to come down to a tiebreaker, and I don't know how that works. Maybe it's differential, and if that happens, Islanders get in. If Islanders lose and Pittsburgh wins, Pittsburgh's in. If Islanders lose and Pittsburgh loses in overtime. When's their last game? When's each of their last games? Is it Friday? Okay, what's well, not tonight? Um, Wednesday. So, Wednesday... So tomorrow, um, New York Islanders host Montreal. So that'll be, I mean, home field advantage. And then Thursday, Pittsburgh has to play in Columbus. Is that the last game of the season for them? Yeah, it should be, at least. Um, So Pittsburgh will know what they need to do Thursday by 4 p.m. I mean, by Wednesday by 7 p.m. By Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, yes, because New York Islanders... Again, if they win, they're in. If they lose in overtime, then they're either they're in unless Pittsburgh wins. Pittsburgh wins, then they tie and it goes to a tiebreaker, which I think is still Islanders. But if they lose outright in regulation and Pittsburgh ties, I think Islanders move in. Or if they win, then Islander or then Pittsburgh takes it. So it's a little bit of a little fucking vortex right there. I don't know. But what's it's happening. it looks Some as mess. if a majority of the outcomes come towards the Islanders. There's only one way that Pittsburgh makes it is as if the Islanders lose out in regulation and Pittsburgh wins their game. Yeah. That's the only way I think that the Penguins make it in, but it's still a possibility obviously. But Penguins playing their last game on the road and Islanders playing their last game at home against um, the Canadians. So they have, they have the better shot. They're going to be more favored towards it. Um, and then looking into the Western Conference, Avalanche, Stars, Wild, clinch it up for the Central. Golden Knights, Oilers, and Kings lock it up for the Pacific. And Wild Card number one, sealed by the Kraken. And Wild Card number two, sealed by the Jets. So Western Conference, Locked. Locked into place. We know exactly how it's going to play out. Um, 
as far as the standings for the entire league, the Ducks are third to last, tied for second to last, technically. Um, so I'm really hoping we we have two games left too. Um, so well, if we, we lose, we don't know both if we games, don't yet. Couldn't the Kraken t- overtake the Kings? If the Kraken win their last two and the Kings lose, Kraken only have one more game left. Or no, they have two. Never mind. No, no, no yeah, they have two so games. Kraken left. win their last two. Kings. Yes, they could. Pay. Even if, if Kings, if win Kings in, over, in shootout or yeah, in overtime. Yeah, if Kings lose or win in lo- overtime, lose in overtime. So if you win, you get two points no matter. Oh, what. I'm sorry. Yeah, if they yeah. Lose Edmonton in could get the number one seed or not the number one seed. Yeah, I mean they could. They could. No, yeah, they in the Pacific, yeah. They could, oh, get, they could get the number no, one no, seed no, outright. No, no, they yeah, could. yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think they'll overtake the Abs, who are one point back with a game in hand. No, no. Definitely. Yeah, they have three games yet left. I feel like we kind of somewhat need to wait on the NHL. Nope, play. I got projections. I did projections today. I'm t- I'm <laughs> hey, hey, we'll do this as a rough, rough projection. Rough idea. Do you have okay. enough Fight Club ready? No, not so right. I'm getting close. I got one that Raffle did like that. He didn't like how racist we were being, apparently. Um, but he did like not fight club. I do have a not fight club in the works. Um that I like. That'll be in two or three I, I weeks. Gotta, I gotta finish it out. Um I have yeah. I got a few more I gotta fill in for the sixteen. Um anyways. Nine. Jesus do, do you want to do NHL? Do you want to do NHL? Oh yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I mean we could. I just personally think I think we should dude, wait we'll until do this. It. We'll do a rough idea real quick. I got Bruins Islanders in the East. Okay, yeah, Bruins, Bruins in... locked in as the one seed. I think Islanders stay as the second wild card. I don't think they overtake the Panthers. I don't think the Penguins overtake them. Okay, you think Bruins Islanders? Yes, that's the first matchup. Yeah, yes. you think that? Okay. Yes, I'm I thought back. you were just saying that's your Eastern Finals. No, I was, I was like, finals. I was like, they play first. No, no they play <laughs> okay. first. Yeah, I've got Bruins yeah. in five. Bruins in four. That's I fair. I got Bruins in. I want to go with this. I'll go with four. Okay. Next matchup. It's just it's not gonna... would be this two three in the in the Atlantic, which would be Maple Leafs Lightning. The hockey hockey. I is know. Weird. I know. I but know. it would be Maple Leafs Lightning. As far as. That would be the matchups. Yeah, yeah which is fair. I it's mean, that's, fair. Yeah. So Maple Leafs, Lightning. I got Maple Leafs in six. I got Lightning in six. Whoa. I got Lightning in seven. Whoa. Okay. They drag it out and they beat Toronto at home. Okay. Hurricanes, I think, stay the one in the Metro. Yeah. Okay. They'll get... I do think they'll get the Panthers. So close. I think the Panthers will stay the one number one wild card. Yeah, I think so. Too. So it'll be Hurricanes, Panthers. I got the Hurricanes in five. Hurricanes, yeah, I'll go Hurricanes in. Uh, yeah, I like five. Okay. Devils, Rangers, again, that's locked in. So it'd be Devils, Rangers. Rangers, Rangers in four. In I got Rangers in seven. I like, hey, I like it. I just. I think great series. Yep. But Rangers are going to take the Devils. Okay. So, Timmy, you got Bruins and Lightning. Uh, I'm going to go with the <sighs> Bruins in six. Okay. Kyle also has Bruins and Lightning, I think. Yeah, I do. And I'll take I'll take Lightning in six. Okay, I got Bruins in five. I know, I just um, I just no, don't I, 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 I haven't played very afraid of I got just, afraid of the Bruins. I just don't think the Bruins are going to be able to keep I have keep them it up playing in the, the Maple Leafs and I have them winning in five. Okay. 
I got Hurricanes Rangers. I like that though. I like that. I got Hurricanes Rangers. I have Hurricanes Rangers. You have Hurricanes Rangers. Yep. Got Rangers in five. Oh. Fuck the cheating hands, dude. That's fair. Rangers in six. I have Hurricanes in seven. Um I do think Hurricanes very good team. Okay. I've got the Bruins and Rangers. Going Rangers in seven. This guy. I've got Lightning and Rangers, both three seeds. I don't know who would get home field. I think it would be New York because they have more points. Yes. I'm not sure how that works. They should. Um, And I'll take New York. I'll take New York in seven. So we both got New York going to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I got Bruins and Hurricanes. I got the Bruins in five. Ooh. Bruins are going to lose two I know, games on their way to the finals. But last last time you guys played, yeah, this is a different Carolina, season, and this is uh, we have lost like six games all year. You know, five. Sorry, we've lost seventeen. Seventeen, but realistically, like six. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got the Bruins. You guys both got the Rangers. Okay. West. I think Knights lock in. The Knights are going to stay at the number one overall. Mm-hmm. So Knights are going to get the Jets because the wild cards are essentially locked in. The Jets yeah. are going to be the two wild seat wild card. Um, so I'm going to go Knights Jets. Yeah, the Knights in four. Uh, give me the Knights in five. Yeah, five. Okay. Uh, sticking in the Pacific, Oilers Kings. I got the Oilers in seven just because Seattle's got. All this momentum, and they're going to have so much behind them at home. What does that have to do Wait, with the Wait, you just said Oilers and Kings. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think the Kraken overtake the Kings. They're down. They're back two points right now with a game in hand. And also they've won five in a row. I think the Kraken are going to overtake the Kings and finish as the three, and the Kings will be the number one wild card. Sorry, I forgot yeah, to say it, that. Honestly, it doesn't matter what this rough draft says. I'm going Oilers, with the... Oilers. I got Oilers in seven. I'm, I've got the Oilers in five. I've got Oilers Whoever and Kings. I've got Oilers and Kings, and I'm going to take Oilers at five. Yeah, you are. Okay. Move to the central. Avs. And Avs. I have the Avs playing the Kings. You can have them playing the Kraken. I've got Avs playing Kraken. doesn't matter. I've got the Avs in four. I got the Avs in five. I've got the Avs in six. Whoa. Okay. Uh, and then that leaves Stars Wild. That's locked in, right? Give me the store, Stars in five. Give me the Stars in six. <laughs> wild in six. Wild. That is wild. <laughs> All right. I have the Knights and the Oilers. I have the same from thing. From the Pacific. Yep. I have the same thing. And I have Oilers in seven. I've got Oilers in six. Okay. You have the same thing? Six. Six. Okay. I have Av Stars. You have Av Stars. You have Avs Wild. I have Avs in six. I've got Avs in six. Avs in five. Okay. I've got Oilers over the Avalanche in seven. I got them in six. There you go. Dude, it's the Oilers year. It's the dude. year of the Oilers, man. I've got Avs in five. I hope. I Okay, so you've got Rangers, Avs. Who do you got? Do you think the Avs are going to repeat? I got Avs repeating. That's dumb. In oh six. I've got Oilers they're, versus. They're walking away with this game. Dude. I've got Oilers versus Rangers, and I've got Oilers in six. I've got Oilers Bruins, and I got Bruins in five. That's fair. I think we lose three games all playoffs. <laughs> that is just. 
It's crazy, but guess what? We've lost very few. We've set the record for most wins, most points. I don't think we lose that many in the playoffs. I just don't think you guys make it all the way to the Stanley Cup. Oh, I I don't think so either, but I'm hoping for it. (laughs) Hey, but I respect it. I'm hoping it. for it. So our Bruins in five. Hey, and I don't even know what the final like predictions and brackets are going to be, but I still like Avalanche and Rangers for my for my for like for my Stanley. It's Cup. fair. So okay, next week before we completely wrap this up and go into boom and bust, next week NFL mock draft. We're doing sports news, then NFL yeah. mock draft. In that sports news, we're doing it on a Thursday. We'll I think playoffs will have final. started. I imagine because pl- regular season finishes up on a Friday. I would think by the next Thursday, playoffs would have started. That would be Thursday the twentieth. Yeah, playoffs have to have started. No games on that date. Well, okay, that's as of right now. Yeah, but usually ESPN has like a TBD, TBD. I don't think they'll wait a full week before they start playoffs because there's nothing up till Thursday. There's nothing through okay. Sunday. For the next 18 days, there's no games. Yeah, I, I would assume they start playoffs. I would assume so, too. By then, we will be giving you guys, based on what, the, what the matchups are, what our predictions are. Um, I say we kind of all figure out what our predictions are, and you come in on Thursday, regardless of what has happened in the first game or two for each series. And you, you Yeah, no, yeah hey, okay. hey, we'll, we'll all keep it honest. I mean, we you know we're not extremely accurate. Um, Tim getting the uh, Lakers and Heat for the finals, unbelievable. You should have right? put money on that. It would have been yeah ridiculous. Honestly. And Lakers to win it like that was a phenomenal prediction. I took Golden State and Celtics, which wasn't very fucking oddball. Like, no, was, but it was, was decently projected. Who's going to be in the finals is not easy. Always good. And then, you know, I took the Golden State and you had to the win. Warriors and you had Steph as, MV- as finals MVP. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I did pretty good last did season. did pretty damn good. So, it's my turn and I really hope so, dude. Yeah. I want a Tim here. I want my basketball team, my hockey team to win the finals. And it's not the same as the NFL and, and MLB. It's literally the other two sports. But... <laughs> I would like for two of my teams to win the finals. <laughs> no, hey, I would be ecstatic if the Bruins and the Celtics both won. Um, that would be just great for Boston in itself. Um, I mean, fuck them for the Patriots. Whoa, whoa. They've had a lot of wins. Well, that's fair. Um, I was like, yeah, I was like, well, calm down. You're not a Patriots. I don't but, care about them. Yeah, so, guys, we'll, we will keep true to what we pick and what we project going into it uh, next week. So Yeah. All right. Booms and busts. Wraps it up. We're wrapping up for this week's episode. Um, I have two and two. I got three and one. I almost had three and one, and I took one away. I got two and two. All right. Damn it. Well, Timmy's going to start. What's your first boom? Sam Bennett. Yes. Amateur. Go into it. Um, Just an absolute stud. Um, If you guys didn't watch the Masters, um, he's an amateur. Um, from Texas A&M, um, just played straight up out of his mind. He's got to carry his bag on, like, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, playing, he's playing in a college tournament, like, this week. Um, after just getting not paid at the Masters, but uh, getting his name out there. Um, I just have a few stats I want to go over real quick. Um, only amateur to make the cut. So that's, that's already a boom. Yep. Yeah. That's already, already a boom. boom. Yep. Um, second lowest 36-hole amateur score in Masters history. Um, boom. Who was the first? Don't no. know. Probably Tiger. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, wouldn't be surprised. 
Uh, oh, you want to hear real quick? Sidetrack. Want to hear a crazy Tiger set? Yep. Tiger from 1997 to 2013 was a combined 126 under par in major championships. Over 16 years. What was second place? Like plus 43. 14. 125 over par. <laughs> Just beating the brakes That's off. That's the second fields. best score in that in that in that in that 16 year period. The second best player behind Tiger in that 16-year period. <laughs> the domination of Tiger. <laughs> that's, that's an unrealistic stat, dude. Oh, my God. And then the last big booming for Sam Bennett. It's like no one else was good. No, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, but the next other booming stat for Sam Bennett, uh, he's the first amateur in 30 years to card a bogey-free round at the Masters. That's huge. Bogey-free in the Masters? Hey, I was looking at it right now. So he was tied for 16th. It would have won him $261,000. But since he's an amateur, he didn't get paid. It's such bullshit. Yeah, but uh, college golf is doing this new oh, thing where they, don't, they have an accelerated route for like the top 10 players on in college or top five or something like that. So next season when he uh, – I don't know if he graduates this year, but um, he might – um, he'll, NIL, he, he'll get money. Anyways. He'll get, he, yeah, he's already going to get some money going. Um, but he'll get a straight path to the PGA Tour. Yeah. So good for him. Sam Bennett, big booming. Uh, yeah. We, we didn't talk about college basketball, but uh, Flip's coming back to Duke next year. Um, and I think we're going to be preseason number one next year. Side note. Right on. Good for you guys. Uh, first boom, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Every year. Duke gets knocked down and he goes, dude, but next year's going to be fucking phenomenal. Well, I don't think you understand how good we're going to be next year. We're returning three five-star freshmen. Hey, I got faith. All right, boom. Number one is going to be Otani. Um, he has pretty much perfected the sweeper pitch, um, which is kind of like a change-up mix with a slider almost. Um, so he is leading by a large margin of any other pitcher. In the last season and a half, he's thrown a thousand of them, or close to a thousand, which is substantially more than the next person. Um, so he throws a hundred mile an hour true four seamer with two inches of horizontal movement, right? So it four spins. Four seamer moving two inches? Yes. So he throws a four seamer and it just goes, ee, Yeah, a little right? bit of movement. Yeah, a little bit. His sweeper is. 87.2, so 23 so, yeah. miles an hour slower with 17 inches of horizontal movement. Is that not just a slider? Yeah, but it, like it's, it's about the, like, the rotation, and it's like a change-up slider. Baseball's weird, dude. I know, yeah. dude. I don't understand all the pitches. But, yeah, so, I mean, he can throw a fucking 100-mile-an-hour ball and it just go, you know, move a little bit. Sweeper is going over here. It fucking ends up over here. And that's what he struck out Mike Trout with. It's, um, a, it's a slider. Oh, dude, rolls are going to win. It's a slider with it's, more... It's not looking good, dude. ...with more horizontal break. Yeah. It's probably the best pitch in baseball if you can throw it for a strike, which Otani does. Yes. So, so absolutely booming to him um, for just constantly being this player that is just known for fucking perfection. So, um, Otani, absolutely amazing. Um, and I don't. I think I was talking to Ryan on the day that we went to go golf, just me and him. 
And I was like, dude, I don't know. I was like, I want to wait until Otani gets signed before I buy a jersey. You know, I want to have it long term. And he said, dude, he goes, you should just buy one now. He goes, because if he doesn't stay with the Angels, he goes, you can still say that you have an Otani Angels jersey. That's fair. He goes, and it'll still be awesome. And he played for you guys. Yeah. So he goes, I would just get one. And I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. And my next two jerseys are going to be a Trout and Otani jersey. So, um, that, that those are good two choice. Yeah, and I and I might honestly not even go with Trout. Um, Otani is just this fucking new age player that's going to break every record. Um, but I might just get my favorite player of the Angels. Um, so I'm probably going to get his jersey next. Um, but yeah, so that was boo number one. Love what you got. Uh, I'll stick with a baseball theme. Uh, I got Brady Ware. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think so. You know about it? Nope. Uh, University of Indianapolis pitcher <laughs> pitched a no hitter. Also hit for the cycle. Oh in the same yes. Game. Okay, I did see that guy do that. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a pitcher hitting for the cycle. He said the no hitter was harder. Duh. Uh, he was like, "There's way more pressure in throwing a no hitter than hitting for the cycle." Um, but a pitcher hitting for the cycle is ridiculous. Yeah. On top of that, throwing a no, there's no you can't do that in a no, game. Yeah. No one's gonna do yeah. like I'm sure someone will do it like 30 years from no, now. Yeah, but, but obviously like, the no hitter is the harder he, one. He's playing at the University of Indianapolis. He should obviously be playing at a higher level of baseball. Yeah, you don't throw a note. That's what you do like on rookie level of MLB The Show yeah. in single A, and it's yeah. like oh you're getting called up to triple A tomorrow. So like, oh no shit, you know I hit a hit yeah. for the cycle and threw a no hitter. No shit, you should pull, you should call me up. He should be playing at a higher level of college baseball. Yeah. Um, I think we will s- probably see this kid at the MLB level. Throwing a no-hitter and hitting for the cycle in the same game is just not something you just do. Yeah. It, yeah. It. I mean, it'll be one of those things where everybody's shocked if it ever happens again. Yes. It, again, it happened once, and everyone's like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. He was on the Pat McAfee show, like, you know, after doing it. Like, th- you don't just do that. Yeah. That's huge. Big yeah. boom. Timmy, second huge boom. Huge boom. Uh, the Wienermobile. The Love Os- it. The Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Always. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, the Wienermobile is transforming into the Wiener of Love Chapel in Las Vegas, hosting free weddings. Dude. So you can get married at the Wiener of Love. While in Vegas. Boom into the Wienermobile. Dude. I'm surprised Brittany and I haven't gotten married That's where I'm going to renew our vows. We've, we've been to Vegas like <laughs> the four Wiener times. of Love. Because why not at that point, dude? We had right. a beautiful wedding. Why not make that our fucking place of house? Dude, I love agree that. more. So big boom into the Wienermobile. Love it. Kyle, second boom. Second boom is going to be Eric Carlson, defenseman for the San Jose Sharks. Yes. Becomes the first NHL defenseman to reach 100 points in a season since Brian Leach in 1991-92 season on Monday night. So Huge. big boom into Eric Carlson. Um, yeah, that's a... As a feat that not many defensemen can say they've achieved. So, booming. Love it. Okay. Uh, my second boom go, is Schroeder. going to be Israel Adesanya. I know Kyle knows what I'm talking about. It's for a few things. It's all due to the celebrations after he knocked out Pareda, right? Absolutely. The knockout. Kyle told me about it, dude. The oh. knockout huge. First, first part of the celebration. Pareda laying on the ground, completely knocked out. Izzy, three arrows. One for each each loss that he had suffered to Pareda. Someone pointed that out. 
Izzy on Twitter said, didn't even realize that, but that's even cooler. Second reason he's my boom. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. I love it so much. He punked the shit out of him. After the knockout, finds Parada's 11-year-old son in the crowd, points at him, and pretends to get knocked out. Because six years ago, when Parada beat Adesanya, Parada's five-year-old son hit himself in the head with a water bottle and pretended to get knocked out to make fun of Izzy. Izzy held a six-year grudge against a five-year-old. I love it. And after he was like, yeah, I'm petty. Dude, I, I love it. Admit that was, it, that admit was it. my favorite thing. Don't, don't be like, no, it's whatever. No, he's like, yeah, I'm fucking petty. Uh, and I absolutely held that grudge. And I love, that he, I love that he found this kid in the crowd, pointed at him, and then pretended to get knocked. I saw it live, and I was like, "Why?" Did, I was like, "Oh, I guess he." One hundred percent. I was like, "I guess he made." I didn't fun know of, why he did I it. I guess he made fun of Reyna, you know, getting knocked out. And then I saw all the aftermath, and I was like, "I love it so much <laughs> Dude, more." Yeah, I thought he was pointing like Dana White, like, "Hey, look at I that fucking no knockout that I did." Yeah. yeah, and I told them too, this, like when I got here today. My favorite part, too, is that they videotaped the kids just crying. Yeah, it was great. because it shambles, the whole family. My favorite thing, too, was that when Pareda's five-year-old son did it, Pareda didn't even know what was happening. He was like, oh, I didn't know what he was doing. And his five-year-old son was like, oh, I was making fun of Adesanya. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, kid. Let me knock your dad out and then show you what's up. Dude, this kid doesn't know if his dad's <laughs> dead or not. And he fucking just points at him. From across the fucking arena. And then just pretends to fucking be dead, dude. Absolutely electric. Love it. It's a great way. <laughs> the double celebration. Perfection. Love you, Izzy. Yeah. Uh, Timmy, third and final boom. Uh, fortune cookies. Always. Um, Not always. Mm. I've got John a story. Rom, That's fair. November oh. 8th, 2013. Yes. Opened up a fortune cookie from Panda Express. And said, your talents will be recognized and suitably rewarded. And he tweeted with that, I'm going to win the Masters. And then he just won the Masters. So fortune cookies. Ten not, years. He's at 2013. Not wrong. That's a Simpsons fortune cookie, dude. I know. He said 10, was it 2013? Yeah. yeah. Ten years later, dude. He was cashing in that That's fortune cookie. Huge. Yeah. So big booming to you, John Rom. Love that. Um, fortune cookies. I have personally opened up a fortune cookie from Panda Express. That said... You were going to win the Masters. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to win the Masters. Cracked it open and sweared it, God, said, I'm tired, try again. (laughs) And I was dumb. I was like, that has to be bad luck. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah, Yeah. it was absolutely nuts. Okay, You guys seen that episode of Rick and Morty? With the... No. No? No. It's the newest season. There's I think a, I've seen one episode of Rick and Morty. You're Whoa. lame as shit. I've heard uh, it's really cool. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, the one I watched was awesome. Dude, I just Brittany, I haven't seen it. Dude, you got to get high and just watch Rick and Morty. It's great. I uh, have panic attacks. <laughs> yeah, I can't it's get great. high. Dude. It's yeah. great. Anyways, there's an episode where there's just a giant slug monster. No, it's fine. You can do it. <laughs> it's a giant slug monster that just shits out fortunes. Yeah, sounds and they're great. All true. Uh, and it gets like progressively like more specific. And the okay. episode's fantastic. <laughs> I'll have to give it a check. Okay. First bust? Uh, first bust is going to be Rory. 
Ray McElroy. Don't yep. know if you have it. Nope. Okay. Um, didn't make cut at the Masters after talking all this shit on Live Golfers. Um, so that just part made me laugh. Also, withdraws from the RBC Heritage, which will most likely cost him $3 million. I <laughs> get fucked. Why? Um, the RBC Heritage is one of 17 designated events, meaning players ranked in the top 20 of the Tours Player Impact Program are required to participate. Um, players are allowed to skip one designated event for personal or professional reasons, but McElroy has already set out of the season opening century tournament of champions in January. So he has not disclosed why he like withdrew or is skipping this uh, tournament. Um, if it comes out that it's like, you know, family or injury or something like that, um, then it doesn't count. Then he'll be okay. He'll be excused. But I don't know why he would um, withdraw without giving an explanation if it wasn't a valid reason. So if that does continue, um, the, the main bus was just. Him not making cut after talking shit on live golfers and three live golfers made the top five. Yeah, that was the original bust. And then I also read this, and uh, yeah, he'll he'll miss out on three million dollars because he withdrew from today. Yeah, get Big fucked. Bust. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, my first bust. I'm gonna stick with the baseball theme that I had earlier. It's the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Oh yeah. Uh, nice. You know why? No, but I love the name. It's a great name. Um, I, I want to say they're the Angels affiliate, so sorry, Kyle. No, that's no, fine. Um, they threw a no-hitter. And they lost. They lost by five. That's an unreal stat. <laughs> five walks and four hit-by-pitches in the ninth inning. <laughs> they gave up seven runs. <laughs> They lost by five. I don't think you can even give them credit for a no-hitter at that point. No. They gave up seven runs. No, you literally hit the pitcher. <laughs> That's Any a pitcher can get a no-hitter if he throws nine innings and hits all Everybody. batters. You can't throw a no-hitter and oh, lose God. by five. Yeah, that's a rough one. You can't, you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I saw the stat, and I was, you know, I was like, oh, they threw a no-hitter, and they lost. And I was like, that's crazy. They gave up, like, one or two runs. And it was, like, seven runs in the ninth. And I was like, it was, like, a three-run error on top of the five walks and four Because even five walks and four hit by pitches is not seven runs. Right. But then there was a three-run error. And it's like, you God, you can't do that, man. Uh, so just bad look for the Trash Pandas. Great name, though. No, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do love the Trash Pandas. That's our, I believe that's our double A team. I got no idea. Yeah, or single A. It's yeah, crazy. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, my first and only. First and only bus is going to be the Dalai Lama. Oh, it's a oh. bad look. Yeah. It's a bad look. Yeah. Um, that's a rough bust. It's a good bust. He, <laughs> what does he think he's Catholic? The no, Tibetan that. spiritual leader. Um, what is that? <laughs> Those <are> his kids. <laughs> the Dalai Lama has apologized to a young boy and his family after a video of the Tibetan spiritual leader kissing the child and then asking him to suck my tongue went viral. <laughs> my, did, you, did you see the? the did you see that? like? The official like Twitter page for the Dalai Lama like made a po- made a comment about it. A video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness the Dalai Lama if he could give him a hug. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as 
his many friends across the world for the hurt his words may have caused. His holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, <laughs> even in public before cameras. He regrets the incident. What? Dude, he's saying he's the whole joke. He's just joking. Oh, God. What do you mean, dude? You smell that one? He's, they're like, dude, well, he asked you to suck his tongue. You didn't get the joke? <laughs> you hey, seven-year-old? Hey, little boy, sucking my tongue. <laughs> no. Big buzz yeah, to the Dalai yeah. Lama. The second you said, what does he think he is, Catholic? I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, it's bad luck. Bad right. luck for the Dalai Lama. My, uh, I, I didn't know what was happening, and then I saw like, <laughs> I saw the article, and it was like, oh, he apologizes. He likes to joke around. And I was like, okay. And then I saw the actual what happened, and I was like, that's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> some fucked up shit. <laughs> uh, All right, my uh, second and final bus is going to be the WWE. Okay. Um, they had to issue a public apology. After using a picture of a concentration camp from Auschwitz um, as their promotion picture for WrestleMania two weeks ago between the Battle of Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic Mysterio. Um, yeah, WWE came out and was like, hey, we had no idea. That was uh, <laughs> What's the Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea, dude, that that was a uh, Auschwitz picture. Uh, my apologies. Uh, Rey Mysterio did win. Felt like I should add that. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If beat he would have lost, he, he'd bust Rey Mysterio. Yeah, he beat his son um, after uh, the Auschwitz promotion. Jeez. Yeah, that's a rough one, dude. Uh, dude. I mean, I mean, you Google the pick, you could have looked at the history of it. Uh, there's people that get paid to do that for your promotionals. So, uh, yeah, big bust WWE. Yeah, huge bust. Uh, Sun City, uh I don't know when you when your phone died, but we, we talked finished a little... up NHL. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> and then we've been doing boom and bust. So you missed some funny booms and busts. So we've been alive for like two and a half hours, bro. All right, uh, my second bust. I was between two, uh, but I'm gonna go with Carson Palmer. Um, so Carson Palmer is my bust uh, because he said that Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. Listen. I don't care who you are. I, I, He's not I, better than Patrick I get Mahomes. it. I get it. You played for Cincinnati. You love the city. You love Joe Burrow. Uh, I saw. I forgot who the person was on Twitter, but it was like a former offensive lineman that was like, hey, you can hype up Joe Burrow. He explicitly said he was better than Patrick Mahomes. And he said the reason he's better is because Patrick Mahomes takes too many sacks. Uh, it's Joe Burrow. Hmm. Who has like one of the worst O lines for the last two seasons? Which, I mean, if you he was sacked nine times in a playoff game. If you want to make the argument, I guess like <laughs> maybe his ar- the, <laughs> yeah. the point Carson uh, Palmer was making was like, oh, Patrick Mahomes takes more sacks. Like he tries to extend plays, which I would say makes him you know more dynamic because he extends plays. And yes, he probably takes some sacks on those, but he also has plays like the flip to Jarek McKinnon. For a touchdown, like I the left-handed pass, the no, Tyreek Hill, the no look pass. I mean, he's got Where snake he's eyes for days. Extending plays, yes, he probably takes a few sacks on that, but not nearly as many as Joe Burrow. Uh, and the issue to me is, you can hype up Joe Burrow without trying to tear down quarterbacks that are objectively subject. What I don't know which one it is. Objectively, objectively better than Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, like Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback I think that's ever played in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, yes, yeah, 
it's not a knock on Joe Burrow that he's not as talented as Patrick Mahomes. No and, one And is. he hasn't had one crazy fluke season. No. Patrick Mahomes Patrick is staying consistent. Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill and won MVP. Right? And had the number one offense in the league. Exactly. And won the Super Bowl. And you know, me and you both said he was going to lose at least three games because of Tyreek. Exactly. We didn't say they were going to do terrible. But we said they were going to do significantly they would, worse. It would take a loss because of Tyreek. And, and it said it they matter. were fine. He won MVP. They won a Super Bowl. And that was during Kansas City's like rebuild year. Yes, exactly. They said, hey, they had Kansas City had the most rookies starting than any other team in the NFL. And they won the Super Bowl. Yes. It's ridiculous. So, Carson, you can hype up the Bengals. You can be proud of the franchise. You can hype up Joe Burrow and say he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Without saying that he's better than Mahomes, trying to bring down Mahomes. It's just a bad look for you. Yes. Um, So, big bust to you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I agree. Uh, well, guys, uh, the stream on Twitch, uh, for those of you guys listening. Freezing uh, in and out. Freezing in and out, but it uh, lasted us for at least the whole episode. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, hey, we appreciate you guys. Next week should be a lot of fun. We're going live on 420. Um, Logan is going to have a great time. He's eating three edibles. No. He's going to eat one. Um, <laughs> maybe drink. And maybe have a twist of tea. Um, but regardless, uh, me and Kyle are going to have a lot of fun. Um, and so is Logan. We're going to, me and Kyle are going to have a lot of fun gaslighting Logan the entire time. I can tell. I'm not going to have nothing. I have no idea what's going on. I'm going to have my mock draft. I'm going to have things I want to say. Oh yeah. You're doing it on the draft special. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. But yeah, I'll, but I, he's I'm going to have a he, lot of questions for him. He's going to be, he's going to be so laid away. back. Yeah. He's so honest about everything. He's going to be so laid back. I'm like, uh, but yeah, no, yeah, guys. So yeah, uh, next episode is our final mock draft, the one that we are locking in for what we think is going to happen in the draft. Um, and yeah, so I mean, make sure you guys stay tuned. You know, call us out if you guys think we're fucking crazy, um, and give us kudos if you think we're right. So um, thanks, guys, for tuning in this week, and we will catch you guys next week. Yeah, like on Alan Tim said, Thursday, Thursday next right? Week, yeah, yeah, four twenty. Like Alan Tim said. 420 next week uh, on Thursday. We'll be doing our mock draft special. Um, we will be also hitting up some uh, NHL you know, yes. adjusted predictions based on how everything finishes out. We'll do a quick and final prediction for NBA and uh, NHL. Yeah, and NBA as well because we're going to have um, the actual play-in yeah, done we'll know and everything. What's going we'll know. We'll be a couple games into the, each series probably. Um, so it should be fun. Uh, but the biggest thing is obviously the mock draft. Um, it'll be we're gonna be doing some uh, comparisons when we get to the actual draft in two weeks um, on how we all did in our first round predictions. Um, it should be a great time. Uh, I will have a limited idea of what's going on most of the episode. Um, should be a good time though. Um, definitely make sure you guys tune in. Should be a great time.